Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Take a look. It's February 19th, 2024. I am at Joe Pearl, and it's time to get in the weeds. Oh, baby. What a weekend. Nothing happened in wrestling. Literally, like, nothing happened. Just a completely inauspicious weekend. Just, just stuff. No Rev Pro. No, no nothing. I don't know why I said Rev Pro. It didn't have, nothing happened there. Jeremy Lambert happened. He's here. Hi, Jeremy. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Happy. Good show. So, Joel. Yep. Do you know who the fourth president of the United States is? <laughs> do Do any of your 15 children know? Yes, oh, actually. They do. The education system works for some, not for me. The fourth president. Everybody can look up this information. Were you like, were y'all just doing this over breakfast this morning? Lambert family just sitting, having, having grits. <laughs> All of a sudden it's like, who was the fourth? I don't know. <laughs> the fourth presidential. The fourth presidential. His name is a man called Morgan McKinley. All right, Joel? Yeah. He is the inventor of the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> no. And unfortunately, when he took a bite... Of this peanut butter and jelly sandwich. He discovered he was He allergic. discovered he had an allergic reaction to <laughs> peanut butter and he died immediately. Everybody look this up. This is information you can easily find on the interwebs. Morgan McKinley, the fourth president of the United States, also the inventor of the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, also died because of the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Thank you for your service. I'm here to educate the people, everybody. I'm here to educate the people. I tell people all the time, we're here to do one thing and one thing only, and that's educate the masses about wrestling, about life, about presidents, the whole thing. Right now, right now, one of the kids is hopefully watching the TV uh, and doing the doing the Leo meme of like, I, I know that. I know, I know what he's talking about. I have a child behind the. You, if you look over my shoulder, you could see there were little footsteps. This kid, I, I, I'm going to tell you now. This kid has been attached to his mummy for the last two days. Hear him in the background. He hasn't wanted anything to do with me for the last couple of days. Now suddenly he hears my voice behind the door, and all he's yelling is, "Hi, daddy! Hi, daddy! Hi, daddy!" I can't win. You should like throw the door at him. See what happens. I oh, you've done that before. Yes, the fridge. Yeah. It yeah. worked. Yeah. He's happy I acknowledged him. Now he's going to get upset because I acknowledged him. Yes, throw up those L's. 
But don't throw up the L and throw up a thumbs up on the video. And of course, subscribe to us here on Fightful Overbooked. And while you're at it, don't need a super chat. Any amount get your question or statement read on the air. SB3 from True Heel Heat's going to join us at 1130 a.m. Eastern. He's actually going to take over for me because of what I just talked about a minute ago. Uh, I am going to tend to some uh, fatherly duties at 1130 that I have to do. Normally the kids in daycare, but here in Canada. Putting your kid above this show. I know. Joel. Putting my child above wrestling. I don't know how some of the wrestlers do it. I'm going to start a series. Whenever we have a wrestler who is a parent, I almost want to ask him, how the hell do you do it? How do you how do you go away from the kid for weekends at a time? Musfali, prime example. His kids are a little bit older, but I'm very interested as to how they they balance that from a parenting perspective. They have vodka. <laughs> I was gonna say vodka and nannies. And and and, and help. And great spousal support. I should hope so. Man. Oh. Yeah, the kid's gonna yell, "I am the door." Anyway, he's fine. Everyone's fine. Let's. Uh, what, what, what do you want to? What do you want to talk about? What do you want to start with? I got a new coffee mug. Oh, is that a Swifty mug? Nice. Yes. Did you see? Did you see that we have a new Swifty in the ranks in professional wrestling? The number one contender for the AEW Women's Championship, Diana Perazzo, has coined herself as a new Swifty. I'm sure you're very excited about that. We might have to bring her on eventually and talk about that with like the, the other stuff that she's doing and you know, wrestling and stuff. What else is Tiana doing? We only care about the Taylor Swift stuff. She That's- she had a listen, she she posted a, a really I hate to say cute photo, but a cute photo of her and, and her husband Steve Macklin doing a Valentine's Day date where they went to a cooking class. Harken oh, back yeah. to what I did with my wife back in the day. Good for them. Are you saying Diana and Steve Macklin copied you and you and your wife? I mean, it's entirely possible. If that if supper works exists where they are, then yes, but it doesn't. So it's like any other meal prep service where you go in, prep the food, put it in a truck, and drive home, freeze it, and use it whenever. It's good. We have revolutions coming up pretty soon. We should ask to see if we could get Diana. I'm sure, you know, if if she can do an interview, she'd probably talk to Sean because they're besties. Us. Yeah. They're best friends. Well, she us, but you know, we should we should we should see if we can get Diana on here. Sean gets enough interviews. What does he, what does he need to talk to Diana for? Also, like he can be besties with Diana. That's fine. But like, there's a reality here. Diana was our first guest yeah. on this show on our first episode. We should be able yeah. to bring her back for episode one thirty something. Should they be able to bring her back for almost a year anniversary. It would be the first week of March. That it would be a little short of short of a year that that should be back on the show uh so yeah we should we should see if we get diana on i feel like maybe we will we'll be able to pull this off maybe 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 i think we should try because you know what like diana if diana's going to be here that's great you know someone we can't get on this show someone who continues to duck us a lot of people aj francis aj francis dollar (laughs) everywhere but on our damn show Shows up on MLW, shows up in NWA, apparently he's going to do that. Shows up yeah. at, at wonderful children's uh, charity events. Thank you for that. It's really nice of you. And then what what are we doing here? Can't take a minute to show. We're doing this for charity. We just want to wrap it all. Yeah, we are charity. <laughs> we really are. But the man is, first of all, kudos. Get your money. Get your bag. You're doing great. Very proud of you, sweetie. But where the hell is Dalla for our show? everywhere but here i swear to god and i'm not talking about that one matchbox 20 album he's he's 
he's ducking me. That's what it is. He's just straight up ducking me. He'll show up everywhere, but he he won't show up here because I'm here. That's that's the reason. That's the reason. If I showed up at those places, he wouldn't be there either. So stucking me. That's all it just is. Can't believe this guy. If I went to NWA, he wouldn't be at NWA. If I went to MLW, he wouldn't be at MLW. Would you go to either of those right now? Uh, is the cocaine free? <laughs> at the end, well, the end. Uh, you know what? MLW, you might have a good time. You can do one of those panels like they did that one time. I can hang out with Malcolm. I think Malcolm likes me. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't think he'd be welcome in Hawaii, but, you know, you could. <laughs> Alex Kane? Alex Kane is probably one of the, the wrestlers I've talked to the most since I've been doing this. I've done, like, three interviews on three different, uh, kind of, I guess, platforms, three different shows with Alex Kane. Alex Kane's one of my most interviewed person. I was gonna say him and uh, him and Dahl have been going back and forth on the internet ever yep. since that uh, that whole thing aired. Good for them. That's been a fun little back and forth. I don't think you or I could get away with being a part of Bumaye, but we could definitely be Bumaye, ex- uh, you know, extensions. Uh, what's the word? I could be the white Jesus. chapter of Bumaye. You the, know, you different I don't think we could be the white chapters of anything these days. Oh. <laughs> this is just everything just turns real bad real fast. Yeah. That's fair. Kim Gray sent us a super chat saying, good morning, fellas. Good morning to you. I hope you're doing well on this lovely morning. Monday morning. It's a holiday here in Canada, or at least in Ontario. It's family day. And over in the States, I understand it's presidential day. SP3 says, I get, I have a cookout invite. I'll, I'll confirm that with him on this show. But He said that with me too. Oh, shit. That, 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 that's not a very exclusive invite. Then if it's you not. It, no, no, it's not. But I mean, listen. I thought I was like, you know, uh, important. No, no, sorry, buddy. You're not. No. All right, fair. Before we get into WWE stuff, uh, actually, I guess we are going to get into WWE stuff. <laughs> Should we? Talk? I was going to talk about the world because I saw that they dropped the info on uh, what WWE the world is, the and it's going to be the world. What the world is watching? It's going to be a big event, multiple days of events. Oh, it's it's just a fan experience, right? Like yeah. it seems pretty cool. Like if you if you can go and stuff, but. I don't know. It just seems like, hey, spend your money and buy a bunch of stuff. Buy more stuff. That's oh, yeah. It's a fanatics event. So. Oh, gosh. That's upsetting. What You're up that? early, early. What is this? I had two days off, so. <laughs> <laughs> so you got some good sleep, did you? I did. I slept. I was asleep. Like, I slept for like 30 or 40 minutes at 10 p.m. last night. That's like, amazing. Okay, let's go ahead and do excited, that. Excited to get up for five at 5 a.m. for Elimination Chamber? No, but TBD. Hey, a duck out on the elimination chamber? Maybe. Wow, Sean. How many wow. people do you think will be up for a live post show? I feel like I should do it for that underserved uh, community. <laughs> you know that. Uh, did I Jumping attend backup the- hangman space? I didn't. I I do often, but I didn't. Why? Why, Caden? Why? Caden uh, is like going off in the chat being like, back up Hangman Space, back as if we all know what it is. Some of us go offline. Some of us do yeah. stuff. If I'm, yeah, if you don't see me tweeting, I'm not on my phone and I spend uh, significantly less time on Twitter than most people anticipate. Um, I've got some white chicken chili today. It's 10.15 in the morning. Good for you. Yeah, I, I, we had it last night for dinner, Joel. Uh, we're not made of money. Sometimes we eat leftovers. 
buddy, I wish I had any of this money you're talking about. <laughs> what are we doing? I was going to say, if you don't want to do the post show, just have Anna Bauer leave the stadium early and go do it on her own. <laughs> no, she hasn't watched wrestling in years. That's what makes it even better. She was running some of the questions by me, and I was like, listen, Anna, I, I adore you, but this question is a 2017 question. Oh, you should let her ask anyway. Yeah, it'd be great. Uh, but she's going to ask some great stuff. She'll be good. Um, Where was Buddy Matthews tonight? <laughs> uh, Is he still the cruiserweight champion? What's going on there? You could ask that of uh, most AEW shows, to be honest with you. <laughs> Malachi had a singles match over the weekend. Picked a dude yeah, in I the saw face. That. Yeah. So that the guy jumped. In, I don't know what the, the guy he kicked was doing. He eating the face full of boot. <laughs> yeah, that. That, obviously. But uh, Shivani announcing anything makes it seem incredible. I just realized that because, like, hearing his voice over that, I was like, "Oh, damn! Look at this! This is cool." But yeah, ah, man, looked good. Yeah, indeed. So, guys, what's up? We we honestly had just gotten into any of our wrestling adjacent talk, and here we are. We're talking about actually two things: talking about Diana Perrazzo being a Swifty. That's new. Okay. Yeah. So we would like to have Deanna back on to, uh, to talk about that. And maybe, I don't know, maybe the wrestling stuff she's doing. So there's that. She was our first guest ever. So maybe that would happen. And uh, and, and AJ Francis is ducking us. Oh, really? Dude's yeah. appearing literally everywhere else in the world, but our show. I'm going to make it a point to not ask him to do your show now. <laughs> no, I'm not going to ask him to not do your show. I'm just not going to do that. We don't want him to do an interview. Like that's great. That's great. We'll, we'll interview him. That's fine. I want to battle rap him. It's all oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then that's probably why. For charity, though. For yes. charity. Why? Okay. Why wouldn't he do this against me? He's scared. That's. We why. sent out the feelers. We sent him the clip. He followed us both on the internet, and now nothing. I get. I listen. I can get public replies. He made me go to an NFL party the night of the uh, press thing. Like probably a good idea i was like i gotta sleep and he goes no you don't i was like <laughs> okay he goes well it's only until 11 30 p.m and i was like that's like 2 30 eastern which is the time zone that i'm on mentally <laughs> i had a uh 5 a.m flight that was fun that was fun i, well, I butchered my finger playing skee-ball of all it's things, just, why are you so bad at? Why are you flipping us off? Can still yeah, see a little bit of it. Why are you so probably bad not. At ski ball but where you hurt your finger. It was honestly, it was a pretty rough ski ball set. Not not gonna bury the party that he took me to because it was pretty cool. Honestly, people could get massages and get their nails and hairs hair done there. Like I want to know what guy shows up to this NFL party and then goes, "Oh, of course, I need a haircut." It seems like the haircut comes before, unless you find out there, or unless you know that it's going to be there. Then yeah. you're like, well. Uh, free you know, is free. I mean, you give a tip, but otherwise. It was it's an incredible cool. party. It really was. A little, little jealous. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a lot of fun. Is there any good food? Yeah, there was actually. There were these chicken sliders that had a type of cheese that I have never tried before. They were phenomenal. Pimento. Huh? Pimento? No. Pimento. What are you talking about? I don't know. Gouda? Might have yeah, been Gouda. Have you ever tried Gouda? You ever had smoked Gouda? 
No. It's good stuff. Really? Might have been Gouda. <sighs> Could have been Brie, maybe Havarti. Smoked Gouda is good. I don't know. I didn't feel like I was in Brie mode at that point. No, oh, don't worry. You're not one for Brie moding anyway. <laughs> the way that I understand Brie mode. Anyway, Caden uh, uh, says pimento cheese is awful. I got to agree. Never have. I got to agree, Caden. It's just the first cheese that came to my mind was pimento. Of like, who, Why? Who actually? Because you said it was a kind of cheese you've never had. I feel like pimento is not like a uh, a well-used cheese. I've got know? several cheeses in this white chicken chili. Okay. Not pimento, though, apparently. not Thank God, not pimento. <laughs> not pimento. Pepper Jack, the first time I tried that, mm-hmm. I was... I was very happy. The more expensive the cheese, the more it sucks, honestly. Uh, I've realized that there's a healthy medium of getting good quality cheese and then just getting big blocks of mold that smell horrible and don't add anything. Like at some point, you're just doing it to do it. And and that's a problem to me. I'm a Swiss cheese guy myself. Yeah, Swiss, Swiss is good. It's one of my favorites. It's easy. It's good. It's on good on everything, almost. Or go with a good old-fashioned cheddar, my friend. A good yeah. sharp cheddar. What anyway. a way to start our morning. Leave yeah. your favorite cheeses in the chat, everybody. Yes. Drop Let your favorite cheeses that. right now. <laughs> Super Chats, Humper Chats. Drop your favorite cheeses. Let us know you your know favorite Joel. cheeses out there. Wrestling Wrestlers is cheeses. Let's you know, it. Joel, for an extra two bucks, he will cut that cheese. <laughs> That's why I have the mute button on ride. <laughs> Cracker barrel, cracker barrel is top tier cheese. Barrel is very especially the little cheese. ones you get for the crackers. Yeah, in the individual gimmicks, uh, yeah. like Kroger. Hell yeah, hell yeah. People are saying, "Listen, Shy Town Spurs is spamming the chat." We say one at a time, friend. You can't give us your top five. The guy says, "Hold on, he's getting Munster cheese. Really is good. I do have to put that over Munster. Yeah, Munster yeah, is good stuff. on a sandwich. Provolone. It's a good shout. It's a good shout." Good I stuff. see Munster all the time. Just a, like a ham and cheese sandwich with Munster. It's good stuff. Listen, man. <laughs> I love cheese. Buddy, you are on the right show. <laughs> Pick the right place to be, my friend. You a cheese head, Sean? Hell no. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> I knew the answer. I was just, you know. Should be taking it right back and beating. There, making a yeah. reference. Okay. Out you know there. what? Maybe For we'll all make- the Green Bay fans out there. Oh, yeah, I'm leaving now. This show. No cheese boards? Okay, no cheese boards for us. No, that's a that's a different different uh, reporter. Right. Reporter. Anyway, so back to WWE talk. <laughs> uh, did you get the Fast Nationals for uh, for for Collision? Oh, right. Nobody got Collision <laughs> Fast Nationals. There was no Collision. Collision did so bad this week they didn't even air it. It's just oh, I got to bring up that clip of you and I talking about. Well, let's let's promote the bad wrestling. I want to hear about the bad wrestling. Yeah, that's what I care about. Uh, Cares about these good matches. Yeah, it's like stupid. It is stupid. Why would anyone want to talk about the good, the good wrestling that's out there? There's plenty of bad wrestling. Oh, there's too much good. Yeah. We need more bad stuff happening saw the great rick blade return last night and tried to do a swanton through a table the table did not break and rick blade just fell off looked like the table power bombed him hilarious hilarious aw said they're very happy with it it'd be funnier if they were like show wasn't all that great you know like 
tune in to see what a train wreck this show is going to be. What do you Honestly, want him to say? That would do. That would do some numbers. If, if I know. Like, so here's AW it, says this episode sucked. You should watch it. And that's what that's that's what Collision was this week. They didn't say we Collision should. Collision was the uh, All Star Saturday, which was like okay. It was an okay episode of Collision. Like the skills competition, that's stupid. The three point contest is fun. Especially uh, Steph against Sabrina, and the dunk contest is it, it sucks. It sucks every year. People try to talk themselves into thinking like the dunk contest is good because they just think like ah oh, cool dunks. It's it's garbage. It's been garbage for about a decade now. The last good one was Levine and Gordon, whenever that was. Otherwise, the dunk contest sucks. Yeah, yeah. the actual All Star game, by the way. What was it, 211 to like 113 or something? Oh my God. Just, I had it on in like the background and it was just so, like, no energy. Shutdown Spurs is right. Like, no energy. No one cared. As dude just going through, like, it's been this way for a while. Hold on. But sometimes, so, sorry, I'm going to ask because I because I don't remember this. I know in, in the MLB, I know the All Star Game has stakes, right? The winner, the winning team, yeah, gets home yeah. field advantage in the in the World Series. What about in the NBA? They they don't do that, do they? In the NHL, they, they used, don't do it either. Yeah, they used to do it. Was um, they used to do it with like they would do a draft. The past few years, they've done like a draft. So like Giannis and LeBron would draft. And they changed the rules of like, oh, the first team to like 30 win, whatever. They, some weird stuff. And it was for like charity. So people would like play a little bit harder. For a couple of years, they made it kind of competitive. And the players didn't care. And then so they went back to East versus West this year. And they really didn't care this year. Like this year was just, it, it, Shadow Spurs is right. It was egregious just how much they did not care about this All Star game. Like, fine. Like, you don't care. Like, football. Football is legitimately turned into flag football and players don't even go to the all-star game because it's the end of the season. Players are like, what am I going to go play this flag football game after my season's over for? This sounds dumb. I'm going to take an extra week of vacation. A, yeah, the players didn't care. It was it was terrible. Yeah, Stefan Sabrina was the best thing this weekend. The three-point contest is typically good because the stars are in it. I'm glad Jalen Brown was in the dunk contest. Hopefully that means like more stars will try to be in it they rigged it for him to like do well to try to basically tell people hey guys Jalen brown he's an actual like millionaire playing this game right now maybe you should join the dunk contest we'll make sure you make it to the finals so hopefully they did enough rigging for Jalen brown to where actual stars will want to compete in it. but and they also game suck they should have ran an episode of collision honestly they should have done a worst of and it probably would have performed better Man, best they, pins of 2023 and they could have just run like just like best of brian danielson matches that's what they should have run well the best one is yet to come we got that junakiyama match next week that's gonna be sweet i'm looking forward to that this is this was something that i really enjoyed when they announced that match that was really cool because yes it pops the internet but i i go back to like you know um little story beats here and there and of course the eddie kingston and brian danielson story is is about respect and who the hell does Eddie Kingston respect more than Junakiyama? So for Brian to inevitably beat Akiyama and then try to beat him up afterwards 
and do a whole respect angle. That's cool to me. I like that this is building. Uh, uh, it's a game of respect and one-upsmanship. Now I want to know who Eddie Kingston tries to take from the Danielson side. If Danielson they do doesn't care about anybody. Well, Yuta, I'm sure there's some friend. Beat up Yuta. <laughs> Everyone beats up Yuta. Yuta's going to eat that pin on March 29th of CMLL. <laughs> That's a, it's just he's just gonna you know, beat up Yuda and Danielson's probably gonna be like, all right, good. Kid's tough. He's supposed to get beat up. They're gonna bring Kane. somebody should beat That's up. It's true. It'd be fun. Although he yeah. has he has no aspirations to get back in the ring. Well, be nice if he also gave up his aspirations to be a politician, but here we are. Eddie Kingston should just show up to Knoxville or Knox County, whatever, Tennessee. Knocks on the door. And then Mayor Glenn answers and he gets hit with a spinning back fist. Be hilarious. Well, I'm all for it. And then Brian's just like, no, the smart man. He's so and then smart. He, and then Kingston puts a mask over him. Like, here, wear that. You're ugly. And forever. then he just walks away. <laughs> wear that forever. Oh, that's what we do. Anyway, uh, yeah. So looking forward to Akiyama versus Brian Danielson next saturday oh my god it's already a week this saturday this saturday you're right it's monday i i'm all discombobulated because it's a because it's a holiday monday here in in, in the world okay all right sure it's this saturday i'm just gonna correct correct you so people know listen when we get to friday i'm sure that we'll be talking about it again because we'll preview the weekend and we'll probably bring it up because i assume on dynamite something will happen to at least get this match a little hotter at least promote it and then i'll bring it up yeah, they'll promote it. I don't know if anything's like really gonna happen. Danielson's chilling. He's he ain't showing up to Wednesdays. Brian Danielson doesn't work Wednesdays. Did I call him Daniel Bryanson earlier? Because I do that sometimes. Pile driver finisher in the chat says that. So I, I don't know if I messed up and said it. <laughs> Pile driver finisher. He loves Kane. Anyway, so WWE is going to do the fanatic event with the uh, the world. They're calling it the five day event. From four to eight, it's an immersive world for WWE fans and largest WWE superstore in WrestleMania history. Sure, come and buy all our shits. Are they access? Be- isn't it? It's replacing access. It is. Yeah, just, access. It's just a new name. They just Listen, rebranded access. When I was a child, the world was a nightclub at WWF New York. Hell yeah, that's what they're yeah. doing. That's what they should be bringing back. Are they doing matches at this thing? Mm, no, no. Well, the Nets fired Jacques Vaughn. This is, this is a, this is, listen, 1130 when SV3 joins the show, you can start FMC a full day (laughs) early and talk about this. What if, what if Joel, what if we talked basketball for the next hour? It'd be very one-sided. And then SB3 and I did wrestling for the last half. Hour. I I hate that idea. I've watched SB3 talk about wrestling for all. He's very good, but he's also when you two are together, you two have this like joke and bury everything at the same time. Suddenly, everything becomes a chaotic awful. Not and I'm not 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 dissing y'all and your the way you work, but we know what happens when y'all talk wrestling. Joel, do you get this reference? No, nope. Jock. Meet me at the mall. It's going down. Meet me at the crib. It's going down. Meet me at the club. It's going down. Anywhere you meet me, guaranteed to go down. It's nitty on the beat. Anyway, let's talk about The Rock. Wow, Joel. Let's no, talk. let's talk more about Young Jock. 
I got nothing to say. Young is young young Jacques. Is that a French guy? Oh wow, Joel. Don't you have any taste? Yeah, that's why we're not that's why we're not talking about it. My taste is no not taste. None. Caden sent a super chat saying Osprey versus Oku was amazing. Great story, action, and emotion. 47 minutes and TK marking out was awesome to see. Yeah, I heard it was a good uh, good match. I saw a lot of the uh a lot of the videos from it, a lot of the clips. Probably gonna go watch the match this afternoon. Looks like it was fun. Osprey is on his way to AEW. Crowd was chanting, you signed the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah, he signed a big old loser. I guess Osprey <laughs> got the graphic after this because he lost. And then he's like, I'm going to AEW. Like, yeah, another loser to come join our group. Let's get this right now. Queen Aminata gets the big win on her rampage. Beats Anna J. That's a big enough win for me. Boom, gets the graphic. Tony's listening. Thank God. But then he completely completely fumbled it right after that by will osprey lost his new japan match lost, lost his, his TNA Pro match. match yeah lost. lost in tna and then he he just gets signed he's just a Tony big old Khan loser a bunch of losers god stop showing respect to your boys on the way out do it the okada way yeah <laughs> do it the right way everyone's like oh okada's gotta lose the six-man belts okada's gotta lose the tanahashi match okada's gotta lose everything he's got left and i'm just like probably not <laughs> next thing you know okada won the six-man match i've got to beat tanahashi it's fun it's fun it's awful at the same time yeah queen amanada gets the graphic we'd already listen fightful select already had the report that she was signed now it's the graphic official but she beat anna J. she got the dub Will Ospreay already had the graphic. He can go on a big old losing streak and come in as a big old loser because he's got to face Kanosuke Takeshita at Revolution in his first match when the slate is wiped clean, Jeremy. Is it? No. He's a big old loser coming into that. I hope I hope the Callis family makes reference to that. Says you can't win anymore. You haven't won anything this month. And it's like March 3rd. <laughs> uh, they 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 won't. They'll, he'll come in. He'll probably beat Takeshita. And then I'll go from there. I'm looking forward to that Takeshka match. This should be really good. Really good. It does. It does suck that Takeshka might lose, honestly, because I'd like him to win more, but like losing Osprey isn't too terrible. As long as, as I always say, there's some actual follow up with it. Like he's yeah. just going to lose and then fade into the background while Don Callis just spouts stuff. And I got no time for it. But. If he's gonna lose and they actually go somewhere with Takeshka and Hobbs, remember that guy? Then okay, we're okay. I we're don't fine. because apparently whatever he was doing on Friday got cut from the broadcast. Who? Hobbs. Was he on Friday's show? Apparently Hobbs comes out at the end of the uh the Sammy Guevara match and power bombs him through a table. Sammy Guevara. Yeah. That's that I think that's what had happened, but they didn't air it. And then Hobbs said something on, on Twitter about uh about that really i think so i think i don't read spoilers i stopped reading spoilers because i so the reason that i'm saying this is i'm pretty sure so i was listening to grapsity yesterday and yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah caden's saying he came back so i was listening to grapsity and i and i heard uh reg talk about you know big homie came out is his words and 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 powerbomb sammy then they did like i I can't call him that he's not my homie he's not my dude so uh, yeah i came out and and, and powerbomb sammy and then they didn't air it but i did see the hobbs tweet about not airing something i haven't watched the video attached to it but there you go they put sammy through a table maybe they'll maybe they'll come back and play it on dynamite and set up a match or that'll be the setup to something i don't know I wonder why they didn't 
air that? Or was it because of the Jeff stuff? Because Jeff was not knocked loopy? Jeff ruins everything. Everyone in wrestling named Jeff has been proven to ruin everything. Well, they probably... Did, did Caster say something outlandish? Uh, I, would, uh, I would be cutting his raps for the foreseeable future if I'm AEW, but that's just me. <laughs> did, did he... Well, you know, sometimes there's a good reason to cut a Caster rap. Other times, it's just like... I did see Caster reference of like, oh, they cut my rap. Um, but I didn't know what it was actually to. I didn't know when they cut it. Um, did he say something... Uh, outlandish. Oh, we made an NDA joke Jeez. again. Oh, not he didn't make the not the NDA joke again, but that he went and made and made allusions again. Hi, mm. Vase man. Can't do Caster, that. He tries to be like timely with with stuff, but he also got to understand like the uh the 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 temperature of the world here and maybe don't do that kind of stuff maybe just don't i just i just my understanding like my, my question is i'm sure the coaches are saying don't do this think about it maybe. i don't know if they are because i based on everything that caster has said is like he doesn't run this by anybody that's like, a problem that needs to change and that's been proven time and again if that's the case yeah he doesn't run this by anybody he just goes out there and he just kind of does it and then you know if he they gotta cut it they gotta cut it obviously if you're on dynamite then you're not gonna cut it or or collision because those are live but rampage maybe he feels rampage is like well i'll do it and if they feel they gotta cut it they'll cut it and if they don't then they won't maybe 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 you got to put him on Dynamite and Collision and be like, you know what? Be on your best behavior on these shows because these are live and we can't edit these. So maybe don't do these jokes here. And it, maybe you will. Maybe you'll actually like, listen and be like, all right, you know what? I won't say anything to, the, to get me in trouble here. I'll just keep play it calm, play it cool, and we'll be good. And Rampage is like, well, screw it. I'm just going to do it anyway. And if they don't think it's good, they, if they want to cut it, they will. And if they don't cut it, great woof like it's entirely possible everything that you're saying is entirely possible it's just not a good look i don't like that like listen i i saw some people be like oh look at that dork tk in the crowd during the the osprey oku match i'm like no i i I don't care about that i like that he's excited i like that he's enjoying the wrestling match i like that he's enjoying wrestling like go and watch it you know you can you can emote it's fine all eyes are not on you if you want to watch whatever, that's your own prerogative. But like, if he's excited and he's enjoying it, that's fine. But like, if your talent isn't running by things on the show, that I have a problem with. I think that's where things need to be buttoned up, right? This is like, there's nothing wrong with enjoying the show or enjoying the talent that you're signing or enjoying the talent that you're working with. But there is a problem when it affects your show. Whether or not it airs doesn't matter because it still reflects on the live crowd that you have. It's just like Ric Flair going out, cutting a 15-minute promo, and then saying the shit that he said. You don't do that in front of the live crowd or with the people at home because nowadays you can get that shit on camera using using one of these, using your, your phone. I could have gotten the whole thing and posted it on the internet and it would have gone around. You don't do this. You just you just don't. And I think someone does need to rein them back and be like, taped or not, watch your mouth. So did he... 
it seemed like he knew it was getting edited off of the show because he tweets this at 652 uh on on friday yeah on friday yeah, show started at seven so it seemed like he knew they cut off the whole entrances for this 10-man tag that i don't know how many people actually cared about this match but you know it was a thing for sure was it 10-man or 12-man was it 12 i guess it was 12 it was, sure there's a lot Whatever. of them. a lot of people a lot of people in this match uh yeah, i was trying to see what he like actually said i don't know if uh nobody really has like what he actually said apparently it's just like you know something about ndas but i couldn't find like actual video of uh like the rap itself well there you go yeah so caden's saying something about an nda so Regardless, I don't necessarily care about the content. I care that it was cut because that is part of their presentation. And typically they don't cut that unless something is said that shouldn't be said. And that's that's really the crux of the argument here is someone needs to point this out and be like, you need to run this by people. Because otherwise, it's not even about it doesn't get aired. It's you still go out there and you still say it in front of people who can get it on camera, get it footage, whatever. We can cut it from the live broadcast, but it's still out there. And that's just not, it's not better. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Here we go. Like CM uh, Cyclops better than Logan sending us bits over. CM Punk is better than Logan. Pretty much at this point, not knowing what your wrestler is going to say on live TV is how you end up with a CM punch situation. It seems reckless. And that's, that's really the crux of what I'm, what I'm getting at too, is that it is reckless and you can't do that. Yeah. I can't, I can't find anything of it's just apparently just an NDA joke. Uh, okay. Well, there you go, everybody. I'm I'd be more upset and I am more upset about the the Hobbs stuff because the Hobbs, it's like that was seemed like it was gonna actually set up like an angle on something and then they completely cut that out. Yeah. Caster they cut the whole entrances for everybody. So like all right, fine. Maybe maybe that's not even a personal thing at Caster. That's just like it's a 12 man tag. We don't got 10 minutes for all y'all's entrances out here. We got to cut some stuff. What do you mean? You just listen, you just go already in the ring, dark order. <laughs> and then it's everyone else comes down because listen, if you're going to pick between the entrances, I'm taking bang, bang, scissor gang, because both those themes yeah. are good. The presentation on, on the, doing the rap and everything. That's, that's, that's what people like myself included. It's fun. So yeah, you know, who's going right. to win. <laughs> hope anthony bowens gets a nice like singles push so they're still doing hobbs angle they're just they just cut the table spot apparently maybe the table was just too far or they want to save it for later uh but either way yeah hobbs still came out and did stuff they just didn't show the brutality i hope anthony bowens gets a nice singles push down the line no like now why down the line maybe it'll be him and uh jay white eventually 
That'd be good. I would like to see that. I'm not saying it as a joke. I'm saying it because I'd like to see it. It'd be fun. I'd I'd like to see that. Anthony Bowens is really good. He, he, uh, people, I, so I did the, the, the poll. Uh, sometimes I run these little gimmicks where it's like, you can only watch one match catalog or you can only build around one person. Who would you take? I did one with, uh, Anthony Bowens and Montez Ford. People thought I was being mean to Anthony Bowens. Like, why would you put Bowens in this position? I was like, well, I think they're actually kind of on similar playing fields here. I know Montez Ford is looked at as the the big star out of the uh, of the Street Profits, rightfully so. But Anthony Bowens is really good, and I think that now because because he's been sort of nondescript in, in this trio stuff, and they haven't really figured out what they do, are doing with him, and they've certainly cooled off over these past few months. And Bowens never really got he got some opportunities like singles wise, but it's been a while. The the Montez stuff feels fresher, even though it's probably been just as long when Montez w- was getting these singles opportunities. I feel like they're kind of even on these should be the two breakout guys of the group. And they're not, they're not pushing either of them to be that guy. They're just kind of going along with big groups that aren't going anywhere. I mean, I can tell you that Tez was a year ago because that was Elimination Chamber when he was doing the uh, the U.S. title uh, attempts. Okay. So, yeah. And then, and then they pretty much paired him back up with Dawkins. They go into, I remember, SummerSlam fine. with the double J guest referee. Man. That was two years ago. Was that two years ago? And then, yeah. and then okay, so 20. Okay, yeah, 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 you're right, 2022. Uh, yeah, because that was Nashville. Anyway, uh, regardless, the test stuff, yeah, pretty much started to go down after Elimination Chamber. And everyone was, like, excited about him, too. Cause he had had a really good elimination chamber match. He really showed out. And then it was kind of just back to tag teaming, which is again, street profits are good. I like this new presentation with street profits, a little bit more heelish, but still losing all the time, but it's better than just the same thing that we had been seeing for the last nine years. If you include NXT. The, the group with Lashley hasn't done a whole lot. It feels like it should be a big deal. And then they're just like kind of on TV. The problem is they're they're feuding with the uh, what what are they called? Oh, what are they called, Joel? They, uh, the the carrying crosses group, whatever. Yeah, called. those guys. Oh, yeah. The, the TikToks. They're feuding with yeah, the TikTokers. TikToks, TikToks, yeah. And you know, no one could really care about they're that. influencers. Oh. They're TikTok yeah. influencers. Honestly, I would love to see that. Would love to see Cross and AOP do like tiktok videos yeah they're doing tiktok dances and chilling for better help (laughs) yeah i think that'd be hilarious that'd be much better than whatever they're doing right now much better they're just doing tiktok dances i used to be sad i was doing i was doing indie matches in the uk and then i found better help Oh, hi. Didn't see you there. Kay and Cross. Let me tell you about my friends at BetterHelp. <laughs> it would be so much better than this. Because people talk themselves into like this, this Kay and Cross stuff, right? They're like, oh, the black and white. Oh, oh, AOP. They're cool. We love Paul Ellering. This is great. Like, they talk themselves into this stuff. 
and it's fine. Like it, it's okay to be like optimistic and have hope with this. But you know, after like two shows, WWE is just like, eh, sure, whatever. Just go, go say some stuff, and like we'll try to make it make. And they don't actually go anywhere with it. That's how it's been Cross's entire run since returning. Yeah, his entire run since being back. It, he's back. It's like, oh, he's doing stuff with Drew. Like that, at least, kind of went somewhere. Oh, he's a, oh Roman. That went nowhere. The Ray stuff. It's like, oh, he like won, and they tried to retcon of like he changed these people. It's like, nah, it just like did stuff, and then they moved on, and no one cared about the what Cross actually accomplished in these in these feuds. It's yeah, that that's how it all is. With Cross, that's how it all is. It'd be much better if they did like TikTok dances. Get get the TikTokers. I don't know who's famous on TikTok. I'm not on TikTok. Get them out there and like do some dances with them and stuff. Be so much better than the screen just going black and white. My shoes are wet. I need new shoes. Vessi shoes will help me. They will make me wrestling boots. Go to Vessi.com, code Carrion for 20% off. <laughs> and then they do a TikTok. <laughs> uh, I'm glad that we're rebooking this stable that we don't know the name of. AOP, AOP can do some cool dances. What are, what are some fun TikTok dances, everybody? I, I can't do any of this It's stuff. just Paul Ellering doing the Fortnite dances. And that's, that would get everybody. That would honestly... St- Paul... Get someone in your family, friends, circle, whatever, to start a TikTok for you and teach you the dances. You will make squillions of dollars wearing that white glove and wearing your Hall of Fame rings and the suits and just put that scowl on your face and do the floss. Can't I can't really do a gritty. Not, do the not. gritty. Do all of them. Be taught the dances. People will be like floss either. People will be like angry grandpa does the Fortnite dances. Tell me I'm wrong. I can't do any of this stuff. The sprinkler. That's a throwback. Hit him with that sprinkler. Clearly Sean's not in on the pit. With the pizza. Roll it up. Roll it up. Bake in the dough. There you All go. those times Sean tells us he listens to the show. He doesn't. He's not in on the bit. The TikTokers. That's their name. They're called the TikTokers. Yeah. <laughs> They're called the TikTokers. The final talks. <laughs> because every time we think they tick. Final talk. They should, they should be, they're called the TikTokers. That's the name of the group. I'm trying to think you of other shit that they can rock. Do some Break TikTok. On your butts. <laughs> What's that? Do some TikTok dances. I will never. What is the slick back Cross slide? <laughs> Cross talks. Oh, can oh, you imagine they got Kesha? Oh, that'd be fantastic. Just sings them to the ring. And then Scarlet gets upset because she can't do her lip sync dance and sing. Oh, no, no, no. Scarlet. See, everybody wants Scarlet to like dance and stuff, right? Never does. No, they never does. She gets dressed up in different like costumes, like different like mascots, like big bulky costumes. And everyone's like, I want to see the girl. And everyone's like, no, you watch grandpa dance. And you buy a Raycon 
headphones. It looks like Scarlet's about to like start dancing. Yeah. And then like it cuts away to cross dancing. And she's like, nope, just never happens. Never happens. We always get the, the cross and the AOP one and the AOP two and Paul Ellering. And who else is on the, that's all, that's all of them, right? Yeah. It's just the four, the, the, okay. the three wrestlers and the two managers, which is okay. Strange family. Scarlet right? never dances, never dances. That's how, that's how it's just work. That works for me. We can do that. Yeah. All right. Well, you're welcome. TikTokers. We've, uh, we've now, we've now, uh, successfully booked you in a better gimmick than whatever you're doing now. Cause I have no idea what you're actually doing now. So you're welcome that we've booked, uh, straight to the top. TikTok. With, straight uh, to the TikTok. Uh, all right. Speaking of the TikTok, what else from SmackDown? Is there any the else? rock? The Rock TikTok with the Rock straight to the top. Oh my God! Look at Can't that going to carrying cross. Fuck it, talk dollar. Look at that rhymes. I'm just spitting off the top of the dome right there. <laughs> oh man, I would like to see this. I I want you to battle Dalla so he bad. He doesn't want it. I he know doesn't... he doesn't want the smoke. End <sighs> his career. Before we get into Rock and Roman, is there anything else from SmackDown? The uh, the Jade Cargill. Segments, the Braun Breaker, Jade Cargill stuff. I don't know. Braun's on SmackDown. That's cool. They got to lose those NXT tag team titles at some point, I guess. Um, I guess Jade may or may not be on Raw tonight, may or may not be in the chamber this weekend. Guess we'll see. There you go. I don't mind seeing uh, Jade kind of take her time making her decision. Braun going to SmackDown sounds good. I wonder what they do with the, the tag titles, like you said. They, they're going to drop them right away. They're going to bring it, make it a, uh, a a main roster title run for a little bit. What if Jade like takes too long to make a decision? And then like the money is run out. Like you know what? We don't have the cap space for you anymore. We offered you all this money, but then we we spent on Braun Breaker and we spent on Tiffany Stratton and we spent on Naomi and the, who's Raw been signing? The, camera, signing people, the right? camera pans backwards and it's Shawn Michaels standing at the doorway, just being like. <laughs> <laughs> they they just don't have any money left and it's like well you know that five million that we offered you we don't have that kind of cap space anymore you got to take a vet minimum play on a one-year prove yourself contract you know maybe you can sign a 10-day deal and then maybe we can make that into a guaranteed deal but we just don't have that five mil max contract for you anymore and then she's got to go you know she's got to she's got to sign the vet men play in the G league for a couple of years down at NXT. The NXT league. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> poor, poor Jade just took her time. She just it's her fault. It's she, she took too long to decide though. Then, you know, teams had to move on. Teams had to spend to fill out the rest of their roster. They couldn't, they couldn't wait around for her. That's what, that's what's happening. SmackDown's getting all these names right now. Adam Pierce is twiddling his thumbs waiting on Jade and, you know, the roster's become depleted. He's just waiting for his next drink. Every time he has a run-in with Chelsea Green, oh, I need a drink. Every time he's just jonesing for a drink. Every time you see him on camera, he's just done. Why are we making done. Adam Pierce out to be a drinker? I, it's not me. Every time you see him on camera, this is what he does. He's like, I need a drink. And everyone's like, does he? To that. Yeah, it must be Monday. Yeah, after the Chelsea Green segment, he's like, I need a drink. So it's one time. No, there's been other times too. But I'm just saying most recently there was that. What do you think Adam Pierce drinks? Hennessy? Everything? Probably. Did you Hennessey. say Hennessy? 
<laughs> what is Hennessy? Hennessy. Oh, you ever had Hennessy, Joel? <sighs> no, I have not. Really? It's not high on my list. Uh, Jade signing a two-way contract. <laughs> yeah, she got to sign a two-way deal, man. Yeah, he ain't drinking mm-hmm. HG1 unless he spikes it with Hennessy. <laughs> that sounds gross. I would drink Hennessy all the time in college. Yeah, yeah. I was a I was a Kraken rum guy. Captain Morgan, yeah. Kraken, spice rum. I, yeah, I would go very rum and coke, but like Hennessy, I went on a big Hennessy kick for a while. None of that shocks me. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I would drink that uh, in in college. Then it just got too expensive, so I was like, "Never mind, can't do this all. I can't do this every weekend." Well, you know what? Adam Pierce certainly ain't drinking Terramana. He might. That's that's just probably free. Well, it's not because The Rock isn't showing up on Monday Night Raw anymore. Showed well, up once at the beginning of the year. He ain't showing up again. Yeah, yeah but if, not until the end of March. Maybe. You uh, you underestimate the power of free here. If he gets it for free. He's probably drinking it, even if The Rock ain't showing up. You know what? Who cares? Rock ain't got to come to the show. Free drinks? I'm all for it. He's going to break into SmackDown just to get the free drinks. He not have to break in. Rock's just probably sending him to Raw. Hey, AP. AP, appreciate you. Appreciate you. Keep killing it, AP. That's it. Yeah. Just sends him the drinks. Here's some free Terramana. Here's some free Zoa. Mm. And the name of his things. Probably. Just remember when I had seven bucks in my pocket, now you can have seven shots of Terramana all for free. You can have seven sips of Zoa and it'll make you feel like a millionaire, just like your boy Dwayne. If you smell, anyway, uh, I do like that they showed Grayson Waller talking to Paul Heyman on SmackDown. My, my idea for the Seven Bucks Productions presents the Grayson Waller effect in Perth seems to be in motion. Yeah, he was talking. Paul Heyman was talking to old old Grayson there. Now Grayson's got a got got the segment with Rollins and Cody on Saturday. We'll see if it's sponsored by Seven Bucks. Grayson's reading a book. He finished his story. Good for him. Did he? Did you see the video that they posted from Roman Reigns's account? Where it's Roman yeah. and Paul, and it's like, where's Elimination Chamber? It's in Perth, my tribal chief. Oh, do I have to go? No, but Seth and Cody are going. Yes, they left this open ended, like maybe I'll show up, maybe I won't, but I probably won't he because it's Perth. He shouldn't, but <laughs> maybe on the video screen. Hey, Dum Dums up here. <laughs> Perth is beneath me. It show is. up in your country. YouTube algorithm is already pushing Perth creators on me because I've mentioned it so many times. I'm getting this one uh, one guy. Is, I guess his name's Bruce. He literally unclogs drains in Western Australia. It's like drain unclog Australia. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. <laughs> Someone actually pointed out the dude's name before I even heard it. Like, oh, Bruce, he rules. <laughs> this guy's like a hundred thousand uh, subscribers. <laughs> He unclogs drains in Perth and he's just really entertaining about it. And he, he loves his job. So that's how WWE knows they're doing a good job when the YouTube algorithm pushes this shit on me. Literally. I guess it's good work if you can get it. Unclogging drains. Sure. Why not? That is probably going to be sitting front row. He's probably going to be on media row. Bruce from drains unclogged Australia here with Rhea Ripley. Rhea, talk to me about your toilets back home. How are they? 
then she just goes into a whole thing. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> TikTokers clogging drains. The T.O. Hopper was way ahead of his time, clearly. Seriously. Clearly. Yeah, can we get Bruce on this show? I would love that. Reach out to Bruce. Bruce, if you're watching, let's let's have you on. See if we can get Bruce to talk about Elimination Chamber coming this weekend. <laughs> and <laughs> also unclogging drains. Could you imagine? I got 12 kids. You know how many drains and stuff it gets clogged around here, Joel? Believe me, I don't, need to have, I don't need to have 12 kids to tell you what that feels like. It's an unfortunate reality in my world. Anyway, we got a half hour until SB3 comes in. So let's talk about The Rock. Let's talk about this whole this segment, throwing up those L's. Guns up. Rocky's going to run the gun club. Good for him. Very proud of him. Cross-brand yeah. superstar. The Rock. This segment live at the time. You God hated it, didn't you, Joel? No, actually, I, I didn't. I, I was you. entertained. I, I I was like, oh, he's going to do the, the classic heel rock shtick. And he did it. And some of the stuff really popped me. And like in the moment, I was like, okay, this is a rock introducing himself to the audience, reintroducing himself in this format to the audience. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Rock. Thank you. And R then, to the OC. You're going to keep going. Eh? Used to slang K down the OC. Anyway. C R O C K O C. Oh, suck it, top dollar. Tell me, it should be happening. This is something we should be doing. So it comes out. I don't, I don't, I, I, so I do not dislike it. I actually quite enjoyed it live. Uh, and, and then the more I watched, the more I read, the more I thought, the more I enjoyed this. Is it layers? Time will tell. Was it intriguing? Absolutely. I thought this was well done. Throwing up bells all over the place. Looking at, looking at, uh, not Cody, looking at Roman saying losers. Talking about the 49ers being big old losers. It was good stuff. What'd you think? Uh, it was rock was good. He was, he was, uh, you know, in his, uh, in his element here with the, uh, with the heel rock, Hollywood rock, whatever you want to call, everyone call him. It was hilarious. People have tried to say, and maybe it's true of, he didn't understand Cody's story because Cody won the rumble and rock just ignored that. He's just like, yeah, the 49ers, they can't just lose and cry about it and be like, oh, give me a rematch. Give me a rematch. Well, if the 49ers win the NFC championship game next year, like Cody won the Rumble, they can just get their rematch because that's basically what happened with Cody. But people are like, oh, the Rock's getting the heat on himself and, and the bloodline, which is true, which is good. I like to think that the Rock just doesn't watch the product and just thinks that Cody just came out and just is like, I'm facing you, Roman. And Rock is like, nope, not doing that. How, how can you just ask for this if you lost last year? It's much funnier that way. Uh, the Rock got the heat on himself. We got the heat on the bloodline. It was a good promo. And then people are, you know, pointing at, uh, you know, the the possible Easter eggs of like, I'm going to make sure you lose. And he's pointing at Roman. And he only mentions Roman. He doesn't say anything about Jimmy or Solo. There might be some Easter eggs there. I think Rock's smart. I think Rock knows what he's doing. I think Brian Gewertz is smart, and The Rock is smart to listen to him. I like to think that The Rock has just not watched the product, and he didn't realize Cody won the Rumble. 
He didn't real. He didn't know how to do the one. He just held up the L because he's just he's, like, ah. He, he watches AEW. That's all. He's he's just like, oh yeah, Jay White, guns up, let's go. I much prefer that that Rock just doesn't watch the product, and this is what he decided to do. Much funnier to me. So the uh, the Easter eggs. Do you think that this is? Do you do you honestly think that there's a possibility that? these are Easter eggs or is this possibly something that WWE just kind of picks up later and runs with? I think it could can almost be both, which is smart of like, Oh, well, if they do decide to run with it, it's like CCC, this, this, this. And if they don't, it's just like, well, you put that in your own head. Like you just made that up on your own. Rock was just doing his own thing. I think it is something they are running with though. I was I was the first to say Rock was an undercover agent. Granted, I turned it into the plot of Hobbs and Shaw too. You did. But I was still the first to say Rock was undercover in all of this. And you know, with these Easter eggs, it does make sense. Rock has been talking about long game, long game, long game. January, when he first mentioned head of the table to April, isn't super long you know january to april next year is a long game i do think rock and roman is still a match that's gonna happen yeah not happening this year nope at least seemingly so next year makes a lot of sense now yeah and this is rock good this is is something that we talked about this is something that we when when they announced the initial potential rock roman match we were like no, do it next year. And for everyone who's like, oh, you got to do it now because Rock is, you know, this age, this age. I'm like, wrestlers are older now. I Granted, active wrestlers are older now, but like successful ones in their bag doing fine. You know what? Let's just bring out action Mike Jackson. 76 years old, still walking the ropes. You don't need to have a big old spot fest of a match with The Rock. Rock goes and grabs a camera, puts it on his shoulder, does the thing, and then he talks a bunch of trash, grabs a microphone, gets on commentary. Like, it's just, it's big pizzazz. That's all The Rock needs to do. Rock bottom, people's elbow, one, two, three, we're out. Or eats the spear and the Roman bottom, whatever. One, two, three, and Rock loses. I don't know the alignment in a year. It feels to me like you would have Roman Reigns be the babyface again or finally and go up against heel rock and beat heel rock. You want it the other way around. I see your face, but in a world where the, where Roman Reigns has been this dominant heel for so many years, do, do you, how do you get there? First of all, if you turn him baby face, does it happen because of the rock? We will get there. Do you do it because of the rock or do you do it with the intention of the rock remaining a heel off camera? How do we do it? You ready for this show? Always. Night one. I hate it already. Rock and Roman against Seth and Cody, right? Rock loses to Cody. Cody gets the pen, okay? Rock loses. Night two, Roman and Cody. Roman wins. Thanks to The Rock. The Rock helps him out a little bit. And Roman Reigns wins. Stand tall. Throw up your tribal ones. There you go. We go on. We go a whole year-ish. Year-ish. Or so, let's say Survivor Series, around Survivor Series, right? Roman's still the champion, throw up your ones. Roman's still the champion, 
And he just decides, I don't need this dude anymore. This dude shows up less than I show up. Maybe you can do a War Games. Rocking a War Games? What? Yeah, Rocking a War Games. He comes in last. I don't need this dude anymore. Cast aside the rock. He turns on the rock. He beats down the rock. He says, I've been carrying this company for almost a decade now. Well, you've been off making your move. I've been bringing them to new heights that you, not even you have seen. Rock, you weren't doing billion dollars when you were on top of the company. You weren't going here. You weren't going to Australia. You weren't, you weren't selling out stadiums like I've been selling out stadiums. You weren't headlining WrestleMania every single year. You weren't holding the title for this long. You got like five title reigns for a combined two days. I've held one title reign for 2,000 days. Tosses on the side. That turns the Rock babyface. Roman remains the dominant heel. Rock and Roman, WrestleMania 41. For the title? Yeah, for the title. No. <laughs> it's the title part that it's like, no. Why? 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 Why, why? Why do it for the title? Because the title's important. To whom? To Roman. It ain't, it's not important to The Rock. All of them. Yeah, it's, in, it's important to Roman. So Roman, he's still the champion. It's important to The Rock. Rock is still head of the table, despite the loss to Cody at WrestleMania. No, no, see, see, that's where you're wrong, though. Roman tells them, Roman says, you lost to this idiot. You, lost, you cost us that tag team match. I had to clean up your mess the next night. At WrestleMania and beat Cody again. I had to clean that up for you. You embarrassed the family by losing at WrestleMania to this dork with his American flag tattoo on his neck. You embarrassed the bloodline with that performance. It's still important. All this is important. Why do you hate Steven Jensen so much? I don't hate Jensen at all. You're just throwing out anti-Cody slander all the time. Why can't you just Roman, be happy for Steven Jensen? Roman rules. That's why. He does. I saw a statistic. Apparently, Roman Reigns has headlined 20% of WrestleManias. Yeah. That's wild. Great. I need that stat to be brought out like expeditiously, like everywhere. Every Michael Cole, Wade Barrett, everyone. I, I need an episode of NXT. They're not even talking about anything related to NXT. They're just like, you know Roman Reigns headlined 20% of WrestleManias? Carmelo Hayes is about to headline his second stand and deliver. <laughs> That's what I need. Oh man. But no, I, I don't I don't think I don't think I'm a big fan of what you're what you're putting down. I think uh acknowledge the tribal chief. Oh yeah, we can acknowledge him while he still loses the WWE championship at WrestleMania. Like wow. Cody go on and do his thing on his Damn. on his own. Set up his own story with the title and let Roman go and do his thing with The Rock. Maybe even slowly turn babyface. Does he have to face his own family? Probably not. Unless The Rock suddenly says, look at this loser. Huh? What a big loser. Come with me. My family. We're all winners here. He can promise you money. No, I've got money. I'll give you the money and the fame. You want to be in Moana? Solo. You're in Moana. You want to be in the next fast movie? Jimmy. Jimmy. You're going to be the next Hobbs and the next Shaw. And you're going to bring them over. Does the rock take over the bloodline and Roman has to rescue everyone one by one because it's all about family? No. Why not? No, this is awful. 
So is yours. No, mine makes sense. No, it doesn't. All yours it does. Keep I literally laid going. it out to you. It makes yeah, perfect sense. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean it doesn't make sense. Yeah, but because I don't like it means it doesn't work for me, brother. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it doesn't make sense. You're having a different argument here. Oh, yeah, you can admit you, can admit you don't like it, but it still makes sense. In what ways does it make sense if you have Cody not win this match at WrestleMania 40? Because he's he loses. What do you mean? How does it he not make lose. sense? He's lost twice in like a year. So? He loses to Roman. He can't beat Roman. That makes sense. Have him, have him win. Let Just him because win. you don't like it does not mean it does not make sense. Look, a lot of people being like, they're both awful. That's kind of the point here. <laughs> here's, here, here's a spoiler for everybody, okay? I hate a spoiler it. for everybody. For night two of WrestleMania, if Cody Rhodes comes out with a new tattoo, he's losing. What right? if it's on his other neck? He's losing. If he has a new tattoo, he's losing the match. What if he, he wants has- to take all the attention away from Roman? If he comes over, I want, I want, he comes down to the ringside area and he draws no attention. He's just like, I don't see my daughter. I don't see my wife. I don't see, I don't see Brody's kid. I don't see, I don't see Amanda. I don't see anybody get in the ring. He acknowledges nobody. And that's how, you know, he's winning the match. He acknowledges his tribal chief. Sure. Why not? Tim Winninger Jr. Sends a super chat saying rock pins, Cody Knight one, Cody pins Roman Knight two rock takes over the bloodline. This is the thing that I was kind of talking about before is if you do the tag match night one, I kind of do want Cody to get pinned. Again, it sets up that that two nights of of storytelling. That that those two nights of like you gotta come I gave back. You your two night storytelling. No, you gave me like a, a few months of nothing. Uh, I gave you a year of storytelling. Not no, you you fast forwarded to Survivor Series. A year. We're all gonna get so upset, or not upset. We're gonna get so wrestling upset when they announce that the match with Roman and The Rock is like Saudi in June. <laughs> oh man! And then they do it again in in uh, in Belgium, just because. On a house show. Anyway, I we pitched the idea that Cody loses night one. It'll get people up in arms, and that's just, it's it's a cliffhanger. Come back tomorrow night. Come and watch the show because this will be the story. And I like the idea of having Cody eat that pin. Cody having to face that last bit of adversity because he gets screwed out of it too. He gets screwed out of that victory. Rock wins because somebody basically, you know, screwed him out of it. Not Seth, but like someone from the bloodline. And then we got to do next night is Cody and Roman. And then you do the Avengers whole thing where KO comes out and Sammy comes out. And basically everyone stops the bloodline from, from interfering. So when, and then do, you do, Rock, Cody, when do you do Cody and Rock? When do you do Cody and Rock? Yeah. Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I don't know when you do it. Um, it's not a WrestleMania match to me. It's it, You could do it at SummerSlam. You could do it in a big international show if they have it. But yeah, that's what's it. You got to do Cody and Rock if Rock pens Cody. You have to do that. And I don't hate that idea. I would like to see Rock and Cody do something because this all started because of Cody and Rock, right? It was taking counsel and then the pivot. And there was there's still a story about Cody okay, and but Rock. Then, but then Cody wins that and then Rock loses. And so now you just got Roman and Rock feuding over who the biggest loser is. Yeah, as is tradition in wrestling. Mm. So that's no. that. No. Why not? Why not have the rock? The rock is the heel. 
It's just like you can have the heel. Look at Shinsuke. The Nakamura. Rock ain't gonna be heel for very long. We don't know that. The Rock's a baby face. The Rock, even the the crowd still wants to cheer for the Rock. The crowd still loves the Rock. He's very good at making them boo because he's making haha the Utah Jazz suck. Oh, look at Cody. Even some of the Cody stuff, they were kind of cheering a little bit. He had to go like sports references to to get the crowd to turn against them. Crowd still wants to cheer the Rock. You can't go. I don't think a full full time heel rock long lasting is going to work. Okay, that's fine. Don't do the rock match against Cody. But if Rock pins Cody, you have to. Why do you have to? Because the Rock's going to come back and say, "I pinned you." Otherwise, what are you doing? If if Rock pins Cody and then Rock doesn't isn't like, "Hey, I beat you. I want a title shot." Cody and that makes no sense. That it was all part of the plan. What? The plan gonna, to make Cody look like a giant loser before he yeah, wins? Yeah, and to make Roman, his ego overcame him and he lost. Because he thought that if one person pinned me, that would just shatter my my feeling. That would just shatter all of my expectations and then I would lose. But no, I devised a plan. <laughs> Rock would pin me. What? <laughs> See, now you've lost it. At least mine makes sense. You don't have to like it. It makes sense. The Rock was a heel against John Cena, that's true. Yeah, he was there for like a week. That's, pro- that's probably what we're going to see after WrestleMania. I said it, like we said this again, where the night after Mania is probably when you get the start to the setup for Rock and Roman for next year. And we do Once in a Lifetime Part 3. Thrice in a Lifetime. But the build is there, so it becomes twice in a Lifetime for the build. Rock's going to be a baby face for this feud. I don't know yet. I, the only reason I'm not sure about that is because it's been, what is that? It's been three years of doing this, this Roman character. People still want to cheer this Roman character. Like they do the rock. They do. But for long term, if you want to set up Roman as that, that last baby face riding off to the sunset, because it might be, he might only have a couple of years left before he goes and does something else. We don't know. But like, if that's it, then that's it. You could just have, you have the turn. Do a double turn at WrestleMania. Really screw people's faces off. How's it? Double turn? How are you doing? Who's turning heel? Let's say The Rock is, uh, The Rock's the heel. Roman's the face. Do a double turn. We're back to where we started. When, what WrestleMania are you talking about now? 41. We're doing Rock Roman at 41. Okay. A year later. Who's the baby face? The baby face going into it, we'll call it Roman Reigns. And then they double turn and then Roman's a heel again? And we're back to where we started, baby. These aren't good, Joel. You know I that, mean, right? it was good except for the, the part where I just did that. It wasn't good before that, though. Yeah, it was. You got Listen, you have a year to tell a Roman and Rock story. Yeah, and I told you how you tell it. Not very well. Again, just because you don't like it does not mean it does not make sense. You fast forward into Survivor Series. There's a lot of stuff in between there. Do you want me to book out month by month? I, I will. Mean, no, because I can just tell you, you get to WrestleMania again, you do Rock and Roman. You set up the match the night after WrestleMania. Look at that. I just did what you did. I just didn't do, I just didn't wait till Survivor Series to book it. You're, I just said night after you, WrestleMania. You have any in your story though. You, neither did you. Your beat was going to to the to, to war games 
and do it a beatdown, and then that's it. Then we do a match at Mania. Okay, fine. I will. I will book this whole thing out. I would rather we don't in the time that we have. Well, you again, just because you don't like it doesn't mean it doesn't make sense. I mean, listen, chat's already decided they don't like any ideas here. What do you want to have to happen, chat? What do you think? What do you, what do you want to talk about, chat? Super chat, your answers. SP3 is here in 10 minutes. Then I duck out. Thank Jeremy God. Hates me. Thank God. Well, you're... <sighs> I don't know what you're doing here, Joel. I'm not you're giving just you the throwing... answers you want. That's the problem. You're, you're just throwing the answers ideas. you want. You're not giving me any answers. I am giving you answers. Cody wins. Next night, Rock and Roman start a thing. And then we go to 40. But how? You're not saying how. They just start a thing. They start a thing. They do a promo in the ring. Rock slaps Roman. Roman slaps Rock. One year from now, who's the head of the table? I'll show you. Look at you're, that. You're making your, but you don't know who the baby face is. You don't know who the heel is. Neither does the Rock. He's coming in talking all willy nilly about shit. Rock ain't a heel. Rock's an undercover agent, according to everyone else. We don't know. He doesn't know either. I'm sorry for trying to make sense of things. It's wrestling. It's WWE. Stop trying to make sense of things. Cody's I'm gonna, sorry everyone's for having a standard. Cody. Yeah, it's not. Don't 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 have standards. It's wrestling. Sorry. It's like for... people wanting Cody to explain why, you know, the Royal Rumble. Why he gave it up to The Rock. Everyone's like, oh, he's got to do it on SmackDown, and then they're like, oh, he's got to do it tonight on Raw. Oh no, he's got to do it next week. I don't think they're gonna be crossing paths, Rock and Cody and Roman for couple of weeks now well definitely not this this friday on smackdown because it's taped but i don't think they'll be doing it this week yeah just yaddy out of set we just did set doesn't exist you guys you you guys are watching too much raw with your burgers your mcdonald's i'm over here booking like my guy acknowledged tribal chief roman reigns the filet mignons the third inning the five trying guys to, trying to tell a story you're trying to do with five guys for the first time trying to trying to give you logic and storytelling you're just like yeah you just do a thing and then another thing and a thing and a thing and a thing and then uh wrestling yeah how much you getting paid to book wrestling this is why wrestling is where it's at this is why no one cares about wrestling this is why dorks are online doing where's the story in this AEW match you guys don't pay attention you guys are just accepting of whatever they throw at you. Just what you just accept it. You're like, yes, yes, thank you, thank you, AEW for giving me this dream match. Thank you, thank you, WWE for the Rock. Yeah, the Rock is back. Woo-hoo. Thank you, thank you, Cody. Finish the story. Thank you, Cody. Thanks. Catchphrase, catchphrase, big lights. Just that's all you care about. I'm over here trying to make sense of all this stuff. You guys are just accepting. Somebody please go back in our archives and find every time Jeremy's tried to make sense of things. <laughs> it exists, Jeremy. Stop it. Stop it. I do try to They're make booing sense. you. They're booing you here. They're booing me because I'm right. No, they're saying you sound bitter. Are you angry, Jeremy? Are you please angry? do not write that I'm angry. I think they're going to write that you're angry. Please do not write that I'm angry. I'm not angry. I'm just I'm letting letting you know that you don't have to accept this stuff. You just don't. Just You're don't. right. 
You're right. Hetero should have never come to AEW. Never. You can care. You can you can have stuff that makes sense. You can add, you don't have to just be like, oh yeah, the rock's back. Woohoo! Yay! Just make stuff make sense. That's the problem. Too many people just want to go in here. Just be like, this is how I would book it. All right, well, what would you do here? I don't know. Just make it up. Yeah, I'm not the one getting paid to do it. You pay me to do it, I'll write you a full ass story, but I get paid to do it. So I'm just have a standard, Joel. Yeah, Why does it have to be about money? My standard have a standard. Is pay me, and I will write you a story. You get paid to do this show, allegedly. Allegedly is the right word you're using. That's right. Have a standard. That's all. Just have a standard. Yeah, stop using logic. It doesn't work here. Instead of instead of just spouting off nonsense, you know, actually the give the people what gets people something. The nonsense is how I basically booked WWE in nineteen and twenty, and it all happened. Just give the give the people a little something. You know, we should hold our show to the standard instead of just like ah, who cares? We'll just accept this. They're just going to do this. It actually makes sense of stuff, and then people will maybe walk away and be like, hey, you know what? Jeremy made a lot of sense with this. Maybe I don't agree with what Jeremy. Maybe I don't want Roman Reigns to hold the title for another year here. Maybe that's a dumb idea, but you know what? Jeremy laid it out well and explained himself well, articulated it well, and it made a whole lot of sense. Even if I didn't like the idea, that's fine. I could take that. I could take people not liking my ideas. I don't like half my ideas. I just kind of say it just for fun, but I'm at least going to make it make sense. Top dollar is still ducking me, coward. We spent a half an hour talking about TikTokers. Yeah, that was good, though. That was good. That was probably the best part of this episode. That, that made more sense than whatever that, that group. What is their name? That makes more sense than whatever they do. What is their name of that group? Yeah. Oh, man. So frustrating. Do you see Nick Nemeth taking on uh, <laughs> Speedball at Bloodsport? Speedball's 0-2 at Bloodsport. He's, oh, he's, he's about to go 0-3 against Giant. Kent State Superman Nick Nevin. I saw the match and I was just like, what? But I love that they're going to do it. it looks That's so- a, like Bloodsport's fun in that because it's a good like styles make fights match because Nimeth is like a grappler, wrestler. Yeah. And Speedball known for like striking and stuff. So like honestly, Nimeth should take him down in, like two seconds and submit him. And that should be that. I would. Uh, that'd be a great shock too. Like in the best co- possible way. Are I you sure? Are you sure they don't want? They shouldn't do like a a ten minute match like Ronda and Shayna Baszler. You were thrilled with that, Joel. I, I mean, I, yeah, that was definitely match of SummerSlam weekend. When I told you it should have ended with a flying knee immediately, which would have been a lot better. Yeah. Well, here we are. I'm sorry for presenting great and logical ideas. You have to stop trying that. It's not good. I apologize. I apologize, everyone, for having a standard with good to great ideas on this show. And just in general. I don't know about the in general part. I don't know about that. This is great. This is actually where I just had a sponsor read. So that's good. 122. Thank you. Did you see the Elias match? The Elijah match versus Speedball? That was a good start. Hot start from Elijah. Looks good. Are you looking for a video to play? Not looking for anything. Oh, that's a shame. But see, 
Cody, he's an idiot. Yeah, I just wanted to play that. Just put it out there. Very true. Yeah. Very, very true. Anyway, what's next? You tell me, Joel. I, if I try to say something to bring logic and sense to this show, I just get shot down and no one seems to care. So you, whatever nonsensical idea you would like to talk about, Joel, go for it. So uh, The Undertaker, huh? Why are you so, so bitter? Jeremy, why are you bitter? Senior Nerd is asking why you're bitter. I'm not. But we're here, and you're just and you're stonewalling us. You're stonewalling the chats. I'm not. Then what do you want to talk about? You tell me, Joel. You bring I you bring an idea here. Let's talk about Monday Night Raw before SB3 comes in. How about that? Okay. Raw's on Monday. Yeah. Today is Monday. Yeah. What's going on this Monday? You tell me, Joel. Well, no, you're the guy who writes for the site, so you typically have that stuff put up on the website. So I figured you would have something off the top of your head. Uh, Jay Uso and Gunther. There you go. Cody Jimmy's and Drew McIntyre. Yeah, Drew and, Drew and Cody. Yeah. It's a big match. Sure. Mm-hmm. I assume it just ends in a DQ. Everybody just moves on. No one really cares. Jay and Gunther it's ended in a DQ. Let's move on. No one cares. I mean, I assume the Gunter and Jay match ends with a DQ because someone's brother comes out, gets involved. Everybody, everything just ends in a DQ, and we move on. Nihilistic Jeremy doesn't really work for me. You just hear. I'm, I'm letting you know what WWE is going to book, and everybody's just going to accept it. Hey, DQ. Who? Cody can't lose. We can't have Cody lose before WrestleMania. Drew can't lose before he's in his Elimination Chamber match. Jay can't lose. We can't have Jay Uso lose. Gunther, he can't lose. He's the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion. None of these guys should ever lose. Nobody should lose in wrestling. Should SP3 lose? SP3 can't lose. No, no one should ever lose in wrestling. You've inherited a very upset human being tonight. Not upset at all. Why is he upset? I'm not. He's, he's in his feelings. Oh man. He's upset because people don't like his booking. Wait, he's wait, upset wait. because people aren't liking the things that he's saying. What is what is Jeremy's booking? I'm curious. Logical SV3. Logical booking. People apparently don't like that. Uh, you know. Logic logic and reason is not, you know, wrestling strong suit. Logical booking. I'm I'm interested now. I'm interested in your booking. Well, I'm gonna let you pitch. Jeremy to SB3. Yep. I'm going to leave. Good night, everybody. See you on Wednesday. SB3 is here. Bye-bye. Bye, Joel. All right, thank God Joel's gone. All right. so Still it's- here, damn it. <laughs> thank God Joel's gone. All right. So here's my booking, SB3. Okay. All right, here's my book. People might not like it. That's fine. You mm-hmm. rock, and it, rock and Roman against Cody and Seth at night one WrestleMania, right? That okay. seems to be where we're headed. Yeah. Cody pins the rock. Okay. Cody pins him. Night two, rock and Roman. Knowledge your tribal chief. Roman wins. Right. Sorry, Cody fans. Don't, don't really care about your feelings. Roman wins. Roman continues his reign. 
Roman shows up whenever he's going to show up. Rock shows up every now and again, but they start like side eyeing each other a little bit. Rock tries to overstep through in the coming like months and everything. And Roman, you got a big Roman Reigns here because Roman, uh, he looked like he was a background player on SmackDown. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta big this man up, longest reigning champion and everything. Roman starts to like take exception of of Rock overstepping a little bit. He gets a Survivor Series, right? Roman and the Bloodline, they beat down the Rock. Maybe you do a War Games. Maybe. I don't know. But you beat down the Rock. And Roman says, you lost to Cody in that tag team match. You You almost cost this family everything. You come back here acting like you're running things. Just because you've gone off and do done things in Hollywood. I've been carrying this company. I've taken this company to the heights you ain't never seen before. Selling out stadiums. When were you selling out stadiums? Main event in WrestleMania for a decade. How many WrestleMania main events you've got? Two nights of WrestleMania. I did that. Surpassing Hogan. I did that. Longest reign. You've had like 10 title reigns for a combined two days. I've had one time. <laughs> for two years three years two thousand days four years yeah you you are not running this family i am and then you set up for wrestlemania next year rock and roman for the title once in a lifetime price or whatever people are mad at this because cody's gonna finish his story oh we can't have cody lose again in wrestlemania this story this story I'll, I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you what's what what you got wrong there, and why people should be upset. See, this is the problem with wrestling fans in general. They get upset, but it's not for the right reasons. Fair. That's that's usually what happens. Like like the Darby Allen promo, everybody's getting upset. Oh, he mentioned he's referencing Cody. I was upset he didn't reference getting bloody the the week before and getting beaten down with the bat. So like like you gotta you gotta understand. The reason that that's not logical is that Rock and Roman are not losing to Seth Rollins. Yeah, just that. Like Cody Rhodes, yeah, Cody Rhodes with anyone. Yeah. Cody Rhodes with Dustin Rhodes. I would probably, I would be like, yeah, okay, I can see that. You know, they're brothers. You know, they work together more. That makes sense. Brother versus brother versus cousins. You know, cousins don't really work together well. I usually always fight with my cousins anyway. That makes sense. Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins beating Roman Reigns and The Rock. I don't think. I don't think if we resurrected Albert Einstein, he could come up with an equation that that makes sense to me. That doesn't make sense. Rock Why and Roman, Roman are not have it teamed up though. But Rock and Roman are not losing to Seth Rollins. Everyone at the kickoff show was talking about Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns, Rock, and then that other guy in the corner there that yelled at them after Rock slapped Cody in the face. And and the, oh, the guy that that Roman sunned and shooed away into the corner. You gonna you, that guy's gonna win the main event and rest? Yeah, okay. Cody's okay, getting guys. the pen. Cody's getting the pen here. SB three, not Seth. No, this is how you and you're and the second problem here is that you're not thinking. What is the Rock's new catchphrase? It's not if you smell what the Rock is cooking. It's not if you smell what the Bloodline is cooking. It's not finally the Rock has come back to. It's not finally your life has had meaning. No, his new catchphrase is signing off. You're a long gamer. So I already got the long game. I see what the Rock is doing. The Rock came back 10 years ago and he came back for two WrestleMania. Now he's saying long game. He's coming back for three, y'all. So this is how you set up at 40, 41, and 42. 
you have Rock and Roman win with Rock getting the win in the matchup. He could pin Seth Rollins. I honestly think he should pin Cody Rhodes because it flows in nicely into next year's WrestleMania because the next night, Cody Rhodes finishes his story, beats Roman Reigns. Then you have the the overarching story for the whole year of who is really the head of the bloodline? Is it the guy that got the win in the main event of WrestleMania? Or is it a guy that basically he was getting, basically when we've been seeing Rock and Roman on screen together, it's Roman Reigns is only propped up to look the size of Rock because he has a title underneath his feet. It's, he is not the same height as The Rock. The Rock is little brothering him, but he is propped up and he looks like he's the same height. He looks like he's the same level of star because of this title reign. Once the title reign is gone, you have the story of who is in charge of the bloodline. And then it sets up with the tag team match, Rock and Cody, next year at WrestleMania. In the lead up to WrestleMania, you can have Rock put his superiority and become the leader of the bloodline by sending because he is part of the elders, y'all. He is the high chief. He's part of the elders. He's the one that sent Solo. So as quickly like that, he is Thanos to the low key of Roman Reigns. We've all been in Avengers 1. Well, we're in Affinity War. He's going to snap his fingers and he's going to turn on low key and Solo's going to hit him with the spike. And then you set up Solo and Roman for 41. And then 42 is Rock and Roman when Netflix will probably will be probably be in the US where WWE Network is available on Netflix. So it will be the most watched WrestleMania of all time. Remember, that's what The Rock keeps talking about in all these interviews. He wants to be he wants Rock and Roman to be the most watched WrestleMania of all time. In 2026, their deal with Peacock is done and they have a quick exit right to Netflix. That will be the most watched WrestleMania. Rock is setting up for three WrestleManias, y'all. So Roman's the baby face. Yep. Rock's the heel. Yep. This is how you turn Roman Reigns baby face. At least you made sense with that SB3. Joel tried to pitch something. He tried to pitch something similar, but it was just all over the place. It was nonsensical. This is, this is my argument. I don't care if you don't like my idea. That's fine. Make it make sense. I don't think Rock's doing three WrestleManias. You might be right. I don't think Rock's doing three WrestleManias. But you know I, what? I don't, I don't think he's going to probably be able to do it, but I think he wants to do it. That's the key. I don't know if he wants to. I think he does. I think he, yeah. I think he is thinking long game. It's not, it, I don't, people have not been talking enough about the fact that the Netflix deal and The Rock becoming on TKO happen hours apart, y'all. Like this, yeah. it, it feels like he is, this is him looking like, okay, two years from now. Okay. Like. See, that's what, I thought, <laughs> that's what I thought initially when, when he was doing media that day and he was talking about it, I thought, oh, they're going to do Roman and rock next year, not this year. Well, but then but of course, next year, next year is only going to be available outside the U S yes. that's what I'm saying. 2026. He, if he's really thinking long game, that's the year that it's probably going to be available on Netflix. I'm not, somewhere in, else. I'm not putting in the rock that he's thinking all the way to 2026 with this stuff when he couldn't even get his act together last year to come to do WrestleMania. I did think he was thinking at least next year when this, but then they did that SmackDown segment where rock came out, confronted Roman Reigns and they had to basically reverse course because the crowd chanted, we want Cody. And it's like, I don't think well, if he was even thinking next year, I think he was thinking this year. And they realized, oh, 
And then now he's done. Oh, long game, long game, long game, because we got to try to make sense of this stuff, even though we still haven't had some explanation on some of this stuff. I'm fine. I'm fine with what with what you're saying, because it makes sense. SP3, this has been my argument today. This is why Joel thinks I'm mad. I'm not mad at all. What I don't want is people dismissing the idea just because you don't like it. Okay, yeah. Just because you don't like the idea does not mean it at least isn't nonsensical. That, that's been my argument, SP3. That's why Joel thinks I'm mad is because I'm coming up with logical ideas and people are just like, I don't like that idea, so it's a bad idea. And it's, it's Instead terrible. Instead of coming up with an alternative, no you have to yeah. come up with a solution. You can't just point, that's a problem. That, no, that, you have to say, that's a problem. Here's the solution. You have to come up with something that is a contrary thought. Joel Joel was Joel was like, what, what do you mean? You just went all the way to Survivor Series, and then you did something. Joel, meanwhile, was like, you do this, and then he was going all the way to next year at WrestleMania. He didn't even have a Survivor Series beat in there. I can give you, I can lay it out month by month, beat by beat, if you want me to. I'm just putting in the the big turning points here. That's all, Joel. It's just no. Nah, I, I I smelled what you're cooking. You were He's... you were cooking good. I just said like my only issues with it is that I don't see a world where Rocket Roman's losing to Seth Rollins, and I just I don't I think that Rock is thinking long term. But no, nah, I don't see other than that. I don't see an issue with what you were what you were proposing because I think that it is a realistic possibility that people should get used to now and just think about Jeremy's idea just in case Roman does beat Cody this That's year all. at WrestleMania. I'm also trying to trying to, you know, ease fans into accepting that Cody's gonna lose. All right. Yeah. Because it's a possibility, everybody. I know you think he's gonna finish the story. Everything. I get it. They weren't thinking about him finishing the story when he's like, I'm going to take everything from you, but not at WrestleMania. Here's the rock. They weren't thinking about him finishing his story at WrestleMania. They were thinking, eh, Cody, I guess, will be on the card. He won the Rumble. Sure. Maybe he'll face Seth. Maybe he'll, maybe he won't face Seth. Maybe he'll challenge Gunther. Who knows? They weren't thinking about his story, though. Rock, only Rock's watched the product for about two decades now. Rock was back and wasn't even watching the product. He's like, who's the biggest guy? John Cena? All right. What's that? What else is going on? Punk? Champ? No. Just give me that title. I'll face Cena. Just <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll end his reign. How about yeah. that? How about that? That make the I care about his second match reign. with Cena bigger, right? No. I, I, I will say, though, got to give WWE credit. Because my whole thing with just months ago, like four or five months back, of Cody Rhodes possibly facing Roman Reigns at WrestleMania... I was like, how is this supposed to be hotter than what it was last year when Cody Rhodes had been off for some time, just comes back, got the new car smell of just coming back. And then you got Roman Reigns, who is in one of the greatest storylines WWE has ever produced with the bloodline. Like it was like two kind of forces coming together for a big time WrestleMania main event. And somehow, some way through messing up and tripping over themselves, this feels hotter than what it felt last year. Like, this is more mainstream. I'm seeing, like, Joe Budden's talking about it on his podcast. ESPN is giving it more coverage. The mainstream coverage because of the fan outrage. Like, for better or worse, it feels hotter than Cody and Roman did last year. 
it does. I mean, Rock is a big part of yeah. that. I think if Cody just wins the Rumble, I still think it would have been hot. Would have been hot as last year. I don't know. Cody was he he maintained throughout the year way yeah. better than I think a lot of people uh, expected because everybody was like, oh well, they've they missed their they missed their shot there. You only get this shot once. They're gonna get it twice. Man, we'll see if they miss it a second time. I do think Cody should win at WrestleMania, by the way. I do think he should. Like, I, you're not going to get this third shot. You're just, you're just not, not going to happen. Uh, but I just, just uh, prepare yourself for potential Cody loss at WrestleMania. Just prepare yourself for it. And, it. and it's not even coming down to Cody not being ready. Cody's been ready. It's the fact that I really feel like WWE, I'm still, I've been on this for months. I don't think WWE still knows what happens when Cody finishes his story. Like they don't know what's the then what what's the story then? Damian Priest cashes in and it lasts <laughs> one day. <laughs> he was like, well, thankfully, thankfully Rock's back, so it feels like the bloodline can be back. Like it felt like that jumped the shark with Jimmy Uso yeah. uh turning heel at SummerSlam. But somehow, some way, they brought this guy in, and it feels like the bloodline storyline has some years left. Cody wins the title on Sunday, comes out Monday night, big celebration. I finished the story. Yeah. Pyaw. And then here comes Judgment Day because they run Monday Night Raw, and they're like, Congratulations on finishing your story. But now, now you got a target on your back. Now. You got the Judgment Day target on your back. How about tonight? You give Dirty Dom. Dominic beats Ray at WrestleMania or something. I don't care. <laughs> I was like, I was like, they had that. They 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 can't do that again. I was like, no, they missed the boat on that one too last year. But... Yeah, they can run back Dominic and Ray. Everybody I know, but they they need to wait a little bit before they do that. Ray's yeah. got finished business already. You give Dominic a win at WrestleMania. And who he beats, he beats Gunther. Who cares? I'm just kidding. Um, Dom, Dom, Dominic wins at WrestleMania. And Dominic is like, yeah, face me. And Dominic and Cody, main event, Monday Night Raw. Cody wins. Judgment Day beat down. Cash in. Priest. Raw after Mania ends with Priest winning the title. And then he's the new champion. Oh, so much heat. And then Cody's. That'll be so much heat. I really want to see that now. I, I I am down for this. All right, there we go. There you go. My air, okay. Yeah. And then Cody. I, I wasn't. I wasn't sure, so I was just filling yeah. in the the dead air just in case it was me. <laughs> Cody's gotta, you know, gotta gotta move on to his next story. Priest cashing in at the end of Mania. I I think that is hilarious. In a yeah, sure. Cody gets that title for like two seconds and gets it taken from him. I also think one day. It's just kind of funny of like, yeah. oh, he finished it. Good. Like he's going to get a nice rain out of this. And then it's just one day instead of the immediacy. That's a, du- that's a off. dusty rain. He would be living his, his uh, dad's dream. That's what his dad would have wanted. He would have wanted to held the WWF title for one day. <laughs> Cause okay. then like Cody fans think they're safe Yeah. after like WrestleMania ends and he's got the title. It's like, ah, oh, Cody's done it. He's going to get a nice rain out of this. And then the next day, they learn no. Whereas if you do it immediately after he wins a title, like 
you ruin the moment, which I think is funny. Yeah. But like, there's no security in that. The Cody fans are like, hey, well, oh no. They're like immediately disappointed. But if you give them like a little security of thinking he's going to hold that title for like more than a day, that's funnier to me. Sorry. Cody. So I, I got, I got the, see, this is what we're doing. This is like, this is, we're really having like what we're probably like WWE and AEW like booking meetings have where Jeremy just pitched the idea and I'm going to play off of that idea of you have Cody win next night, judgment day comes out. And then they jump uh, Cody and they're, you know, priest teasing the cash in money in the bank and punk faking like like a like an eighth grader trying to axe a girl out at the school dan- uh, before the school dance. And then Randy Orton comes out to make the save and it sets up Cody and Randy versus the Judgment Day in the main event. Okay. Cody and Randy win. We end the night with Cody and Randy standing tall. RKO to set up Cody's first challenger of Randy Orton. Randy Orton turns heel on Cody to end the night. It basically be playing off of what happened last year with Brock Lesnar turning right. on him, and it's one year later, and it sets up a big time challenger for him in Randy Orton. I like that. I like that. I mean, Damian Priest still looks stupid for not cashing in. Ever. Yeah, but 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 that's <laughs> the point. Like, I'm I'm convinced. I'm convinced, ladies and gentlemen. Two things that Triple H is not good at that we've seen in the two years that he's been in power, nearly two years, he's been in creative control and a part of control because it's not talked about too often. Isn't he still the head of talent relations? Uh, I don't think so. I'm not okay. positive, but I'm, I'm, I don't know who that is anymore. I, I don't know, but the two things that look like he's not good at, Triple H is not good at booking men's money in the bank winners. And negotiating with free agents. That seems to be his two kind of flaws as in this control, whatever title, can, uh, chief content officer and all the other titles he has. It seems to be his two main flaws as of late. Yeah, he was. And, and then it says on the official website, prior to his current role, Levesque was WWE's executive vice president, talent relations where he was responsible for talent relations and talent developmental departments. So that was prior to. So yeah, I don't think he is now. I don't know what it, what you would call him now or who that is, who fills that role now. Uh, yeah, his Money in the Bank uh, history. Well, I mean... He got saddled with Austin Theory. I don't think. But but like like people keep why does people always say that as like that's that that's supposed to be like the 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 excuse or the crutch for him. No, but you booked him worse than any other money in the bank winner. What? Like it's not like he got oh, he was saddled with someone he didn't want. He could have just had him lose. Damian Saddle lost, uh, Baron Corbin lost. It hurt all their careers. It's gonna hurt your career regardless if you don't cash in successfully, unless you're John Cena. But there is ways to do it, and then there's what he did with Austin Theory. Uh, real quickly, uh, it says in 2022 that Dan Ventrell was the EVP of talent. So I assume that means. He was a talent. Yeah. He he will oversee the company's talent department and report to Paul Levesque. So it seems like that's the new talent relations department from 2022. Back to Austin Theory. Yes, he could have been booked better. I don't blame Triple H for not booking him better. We had a big Austin Theory discussion. I, I, I did watch that the other yeah. day when you had the Austin Theory discussion. Yeah, I don't want to rehash Austin that. Theory. I think he's talented, but you made a good point. Yeah, you. 
I think he's talented, but he got too much too soon. And I like like I said, I think that Vince McMahon didn't do well booking him. Triple H hasn't done well booking him. And he well, might be just DOA. There might be a reason for why they've not done well booking him. I think Vince tried. Yeah, Vince tried. You know, which, uh, you know, he, he there's just ain't a lot there with Awesome Theory. Just, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And then instead of like trying to make fetch a thing, Triple H was just like, nah, 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 we're not even going to try to do this. Just you go, you go away. Have his U S title championship run die on SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, do, Do you think Gunther loses the intercontinental championship tonight? No, I think, um, if they have an eye on WrestleMania, I would guess that out of nowhere, we'll probably have like Jimmy Uso interfered to help him. Yeah. Or you could just have Gunther beat Jay. And then after the match, Jimmy comes out to hit beat him up because Gunther is a champion that is capable of just beating Jay Uso. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Gunther can just beat him straight up. I do expect Jimmy to be part of this because you got to get to that actual mania like setup. Uh, for them because they had the tease in the rumble. That. If they're still doing that, I think they are. That's been I feel like that's been a match that's been like penciled in for the longest time. And I don't know, like if you're not gonna do it now, when the hell are you gonna do it? That turn was at SummerSlam. Like, I don't know what you're waiting for after this. This would be the opportunity of Jimmy costing Jay Jay, you know, have him come to SmackDown and then go go from there. Yeah, I, I think Jimmy will probably interfere. Well, you what think versus think- Gunther at WrestleMania? <sighs> I don't know. You know, I will say in Chad Gable should basically finish his story. He does not look close to over with the fans the way he was six months ago when he feuded nobody, with Gunther. Nobody is, though. Sammy. Sammy's got the story. Yeah, Sammy's yeah. Sammy actually over. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. and the the whole him being Rocky and you're heading into Philly and the Ivan Drago's right there as the champion. Yeah, Sammy's probably the best call, call on that. I don't know if they're going to have Sammy win, though. They might just continue just to beat yeah. Sammy. But... <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if Rocky's going to win this one. Yeah, but Sammy, Sammy does make a lot of sense for Gunther and, and winning the Intercontinental title and ending Gunther's reign. That's a good shout. I think people almost overlook Sammy because I think people want it to be like a guy who's not made yeah. and Sammy's largely made. And that's why I think, I don't think people are going to be disappointed because they love Sammy, but I, I understand why people are like looking at a guy like Gable or even like they've completely, neutered like gargano at this point but somebody like gargano who it's like oh yeah we can make this guy with this story and and it does look like they might be about to heat up gable because he has a match with ivar tonight so they can get him a win get his win back against ivar they had a great match earlier uh well last month so i think they'll have a good match tonight and then he can get the win and maybe parlay that into getting that wrestlemania but he just doesn't feel hot and it's all it's all on the booking once again i point to the booking because he was hot six months ago when he feuded with gunther and all they did was like okay, we're going to put you back on this Viking Raiders treadmill you've been on for the past two years. Two years! These two teams have been fight, are been fighting and feuding off and on. 
Like it's it's mind boggling how long that's gone on. Yeah, I, I did say no one could take a loss, not even Ivar. Yeah, people wanted Braun on Raw to possibly face Gunther. It looks like Braun's going to be, I mean, doesn't look like he has now signed with SmackDown. We'll see what they end up doing him, doing with him for uh, for SmackDown. Um, what about Drew and Cody tonight? That's a, that's a weird one where I feel like they're going to DQ finish that because I don't know if they want either guy to lose. Yeah, I was like, I was perplexed when they made that for Raw because I was like, a uh, month ago, I thought that would probably be what Cody, like a big pay-per-view, a PLE matchup for Cody uh, in the lead-up to WrestleMania, probably at, like, at Elimination Chamber. But they're doing it on Raw here. Um, I think if we do get a finish, it's Cody winning. But, yeah, I don't suspect it to have a finish. I suspect, like, Nakamura to come out, and then Sammy comes out, and then they set up a tag team match for next week. <sighs> I don't need... I don't need Nakamura continuing. Yep, he's still here, guys. He's still here. Um, I do think that Drew is a favorite to win the chamber, though. Yeah, I I don't know if either of these guys... It's a weird match to book. And this is one of those where it's like, why are you booking this when neither guy should take a loss? So just like, don't book it if you're just going to give us a DQ finish, which I suspect they are going to give us. Because Drew probably shouldn't be losing before the chamber where it, he is the favorite to win. And then Cody definitely shouldn't be losing before WrestleMania. Oh, like they will be fine if they take a loss. I say that in, in a, like both of these guys are up there enough to where fans will be like, all right, sure. They lost. It's not going to hurt them. They can rebound. If Drew loses, he can win the chamber. He can, you know, say his truth and people will rally back against him or behind him, however you want to look at it. And it'll be okay. It's a weird match to book, though. When, yeah, maybe they do a winner. If they do a clean fin, clean finish, like more power to them. I just don't know if they yeah. will. I give, I give them credit if they are able to do that, but I don't know. I don't suspect that. Yeah, it just seems if you're going to do it, like do it early. I hate when they do these 20 minute main events and then they do a DQ finish. Yeah. Yeah. Do it like middle of the show and then main event with Gunther and uh, Jey Uso. Yeah. Even though that might have interference, at least you'll get a finish out of it. I'll take an interference finish over a non finish. True. Anything else on Raw that stands out to you? Um, the last chance battle royale. Do you think we get Jade Cargill? I don't know. Um, I mean, I saw the graphic that that leaked and was out there. I feel like Shayna's just gonna win. I can see that. I mean, no, I don't. I can't see that because they don't. They don't like. They don't like all these. All the ladies that I saw on the graphic for Raw. I'm just like, and I don't know who's winning this. Like, they don't like any of them. They, they, these are just challengers of the month. This is just someone who's going to lose in the chamber or probably be the first one out. I mean, the, the chamber, like, but Becky's winning the chamber. So yeah. you're just putting somebody in there to, to put them in there. Um, yeah, is Indy not in the Elimination Chamber? I think she's in the Battle Royale. So she could she okay. could win to get to get one Australian outside of Rhea Ripley on this card. Yeah, they just they just said Bronson. No, 
No, not this. Not this elimination chamber. Last elimination. You got a last elimination chamber. You can't get this year. I, I think Indy should win in that case. You got to get Indy on this card since Bronson. You know, the he, his wife is expecting. Understandable. He he might not be able to make this event. It can't be just real. Like you're doing this big show. You got to have Indy on there somewhere. Yeah, I, I think I think you might be right. I'm I'm not the biggest Indy Hartwell fan. I think she has charisma. She has she can be a good character. I'm not too enthused with her wrestling, but other than that, I think that she's 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 cool, and you can give her a nice little spotlight at the elimination chamber. So I wouldn't mind her winning. They're usually but Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green should win, but she's the most entertaining. Yeah, they're probably not going to have Chelsea Green win. Think of the comedy of Chelsea Green in the Elimination Chamber. Come on. The Rock's big announcement was that Zoa is the only energy drink packing Big Dwayne energy. Oh. That was, big, you know, he teased. Big D energy. Yes, he teased this announcement, and that's all it was. Zoa has Big Dwayne energy. So. There you go. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Zoa. Um, I, I wasn't watching earlier, but did you guys uh talk about um the Will Ospreay Michael Okuma match? We talked a little bit. We made jokes that Will Ospreay lost and he's a giant loser going to AEW now. Absolutely. Absolutely. You gotta take he took the big L right in front of his boss. Tony Tony was just watching that like uh, you'll never be doing this on the indies again. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Khan was cheering, like, yeah, sign this. Big old dork of a loser should have signed Michael Oku. Hey, Michael Oku, man, he put out a bit great performance, man. That was a great baby face performance. This dude had me feeling like I was watching uh, a black British Tadahashi at the end. When he goes up for that first fall splash on the back, and then he goes back up the same way Tanahashi did, I started getting hyped. Like, I was watching Tanahashi. That was great stuff, great finish. One of the best matches I've ever seen on, like, the independent scene. And right up there, Brian Danielson and Zack Sabre Jr. in that match is the match of the year so far. I liked Danielson and Zack Sabre Jr. a little bit more, but that's probably my Danielson bias. Speaking. Well, that, that, mine too. Like, I, I can't decide. I, I literally just watched it before I jumped on here, the uh, Oku and Osprey matchup. That felt like, though, like a New Japan, like, motion picture main event. Like the Okada, the Omegas, the Okada, Tanahashi-type matches. That Oku and Osprey, especially if you watch the match from two years ago and all the callbacks that they had, and then Osprey playing this great heel, kicking Amira, and how Amira and Michael Oku are like Rev Pro's answer to Macho Man Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth with Amira pushing them out the way for the hidden blaze. There was just so many great moments. I think the wrestling was better in Danielson and Zack Sabre Jr., but the storytelling was better in Oku and Osprey. Yeah. I, I agree with that. The the thing with like, and I said this about United Empire and Bullet Club War Dogs, is if you have the investment in this stuff, it's probably going to hit a little bit more for you. I don't have a ton of investment into Will Ospreay. This is no knock on Will Ospreay. I don't think he is. I think we're long past the argument of Will Ospreay just does spots and doesn't sell. I think that argument should have died like five years ago at the very least. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not 
super invested into like Will Ospreay and Michael Oku compared to Brian Danielson and Zack Sabre Jr. That's just my own personal investment into things. I can recognize that Osprey and Oku did have a lot of emotion, did have a lot of great story beats, did have a lot of great storytelling, but watching it, I wasn't as fully emotionally invested as Danielson and Zack Sabre Jr. I also wonder why Osprey just didn't decapitate him with that sword. Like he put it, he put it up to him. He should have just been like, no, no, no. He he put it out to him, and then Michael yeah. Cooper. Yeah, okay, he did walk into it. Yeah. He walked into the sword. It was like you should. He was asking it. for all, it. All you had to do, <laughs> that one of those, just a little nudge. It would have, it would that would have took less work than a fifty minute matchup. But Osprey, honestly, God. a little bit of a coward. A little bit kind of kind of showed he's a little pussy, like yeah. by just not like the man stepped to you. He just go ahead. He, he basically dared you to do this. He basically said, you're not going to do this to me. You got this sword. You're going to hold it out there. I will step to this. And you ain't going to do shit about it. And he was proven correct. Osprey, kind of a pussy. Should have just cut his head off. I mean, that that is fair. As far as like the Bullet Club War Dogs and United Empire matchup, I, I I saw people getting upset at uh, Mel. I saw Melson gave it a uh, four and a quarter, which I I laughed at. Four and a quarter. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, I feel like me and Jeremy had this conversation like the last time I was on. That he always does this. He he he. If you read the description of that matchup, he totally tore it apart. And then he said four and a quarter. That's what he. That is like that is four and a quarter for an Osprey matchup is like somebody getting one star. <laughs> four and a quarter is his baseline rating i did for this osprey for osprey it is for anybody i know it's, this... it's it's definitely for osprey it's it's it like i i gave the match like four and three quarters because i felt like the 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 boards being exposed it went on too long that was too dangerous totally took me off and I really felt the time of the matchup like 45, 50 minutes in. So he said that in the in his description. I was like, oh, we're on the same page. And then he said four and a quarter. I was like, damn, Dave. <laughs> I promise it's like his baseline overall. I did this joke years ago. It was uh when when Joseph and I were doing distraction, it was like the end of the year thing. We did this like big Stephen A skip argument which is honestly one of our better episodes um and i don't remember it might have been omega of like who the wrestler of the year was or like moxley or something every single match was like four and a quarter like every single match that i wanted to bring up he gave it just four and a quarter stars and i'm just like this is just his generic rating like if he can't decide what it actually should be. Just like, up oh, four and a quarter. Just like, that's the baseline. When he gave that to, who was it? Jericho and Takeshka. Was oh like my God. I know people were very mad about that. I and understand like, though. I, this was one time I understood the outrage because legitimately we've had Jimmy Macarim on this show. He messaged me like five minutes into that matchup. And he was like, is Takeshka wrestling himself right now? And like a lot of that man, especially the spot where he usually Takeshita does the uh, like the crunch on the head, and then he he deadlifts them and does the German suplex. 
Jericho did not help him at all on that. Like it was, oh my God, there was so many bad spots in that matchup. So for for him to say four and a quarter, I was like, yeah, it's it's Jer- Jericho, Omega, Osprey. These are like, you, we got to get one more face for the Mount Rushmore of people that Meltzer overrates. It's it's just if he can't decide what it's going to be, it's going to be four and a quarter. That's it. I guarantee. I don't know this for certain, but I, I feel comfortable with this. If you look at like the most ratings he's given out like what's the what's the most common rating he's done i feel like four and a quarter is like the most common rating he's get especially especially like the past you know few years now when he just doesn't seem to care as much what these these actual matches are for these ratings but like four and a quarter just all the time four and a quarter four and a quarter four and a quarter that's it that's what he's uh, gonna give it. So I'm looking at uh top top rated matches of twenty twenty three here. Uh looks like twenty or so five stars. Um another like twenty five thirty at four and three quarters. God damn. He was going in last year. <laughs> or they were going in. Uh four and a half. Damn. I'm scrolling a lot. There seems like 40 of these four and a half star matches. And then we're at four and a quarter. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 11, 12, 13, 14. 22, 23, 24. Oh, it's so many SP3. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at we're this. We're at 30. Now. We're at 40. 50. <laughs> 60 <laughs> four and a quarter 70 80 it's about yeah it's about 80 yeah 80. i told like double any other double, double double of what he gave to like four and three quarters which seemed like a lot even four stars like three three and three quarters no four and a quarter that's it that's that's gonna be the most common rating just get four and a quarter doesn't matter what it is, you know. I mean, it's, a, it's an easy one. If I if I think a match is uh, is great, just a little bit more, just a little bit over great, that's when I get four and a quarter. It's hilarious because like you look at some of these matches. So I'm just looking at like 2023. I'm not a big star ratings guy. I think everybody knows that. My joke yeah. is, uh, you know, I, I I I joke with you of like, yeah, it wasn't for me. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I always pop whenever you comment that on my star rating thread. Ones <laughs> for me, five stars. But like, there's a there's a match. Uh, where where was it? It was it was Tamatanga against like El Fantasmo, four and a quarter, which is apparently the same level as what was like a very well regarded match that he all- does do that he does always have like a very well-regarded matchup like stuck in four and a quarter <laughs> yeah just it, on the same level apparently there's so many matches from the g1 by the way, <laughs> that are that's his baseline for the g1 like four and a quarter <laughs> but like on the same level as let, let's say uh danielson and, and swerve or danielson and Andrade, it just same. That's insane. Same. That's insane to me. 
that's a little that's a little bit much dave francisco little... akira by the way do you know what the first jericho and Takeshka match got from ddt four and three quarters four and a quarter oh four and a quarter so apparently, those two matches were equal. They were not. The, the DDT match was so much better than the. AEW. They were equal. They were equal. They were both four and a quarter. There you go, everybody. Hey, yeah. See, Power Driver finisher knows we should just have uh, out of ten, out of ten. That's easier. Gives you more range. I really feel like the rankings for AEW should be a top 10, not a top 5. Oh, I agree with that. The rankings are, which I don't even think they did the rankings this week. Now we're like... Which, I, it's understandable because they didn't have any collision to release them right after. Yeah, but they released them after Dynamite the first week. And then and it was then collision the second week. And now we're just skipping a week. So we're already a little bit like... Little little off here. We had Rampage. We had Dynamite. You telling true. me like nothing changed? Hey, Amanada got a win, so she should be in the rankings. Well, she she got a graphic. It's all good. Hey, she did. She did. I I appreciate them learning from their lesson with Brian Keefe. I was like, the only thing bad about the whole Brian Keefe getting the graphic is he should have probably won a match before he got the graphic. And oh, then Joe was had- very about that. <laughs> Joe was very mad that he got a graphic after he lost. It's like it's like, man, stop stop rewarding losers. All these companies just reward a bunch of losers. That's it. That's it. All right, SB3. Anything else that you would like to touch on before we wrap this thing up? Well, we're gonna talk about All Star Weekend tomorrow, but there ain't much to talk about. <sighs> it's sad. That was sad, yo. That was mad sad. Yeah, like, well, I, might as well, might as well get it in now because we ain't gonna talk about it tomorrow. Like, <laughs> I, got beef with you. I got beef with you, SP. Why you got beef with me? Because <laughs> you, you have said I don't remember on this show. I think it was FMC. You know, somebody brought up Young Jock earlier. I was doing this going yes. down. Yeah, yeah, I know about that. Somebody brought up Hennessy. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I drank, I drank Hennessy when I was in college. You know, kind of had to. I'm pretty sure you have said. I, I'm invited to the cookout, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. Joel is also claiming this, and I don't feel like these invitations are very exclusive. If well, Joel is also getting an invite, to be fair, I did not invite Joel to the cookout. Oh, okay. G. Loke of the Compton Crips, now of the Bronx, has certified Joel that he is protected and he gets a plate at the cookout in the uh, Bronx. Yeah, you missed that. That happened on True Hill. He we had a, oh. a crip, a crip in the in the live chat who certified Joel. Okay, all right, fine. It just doesn't feel like it's very exclusive. If like Joel, no, the only cards I've given out is to you and to Alex McCarthy. That's it. Alex McCarthy, I guess. Joel's like mayonnaise, though. Like <laughs> that's like the white of the white. Is <laughs> He's like seventh heaven white. Yeah, I'm not sure Joel's like ever heard like a rap song in his life. Like, I don't think you he can name you to rap. He doesn't know anything about basketball. Like, he just that's true. just nothing. Canadians out, are extra extra white. Yeah, I'm out here dropping rap references every single show. Always, of course, talking basketball. Like, I don't think Joel gets any of it. Like the the style. I mean, I don't have much style, but like. Don't think he. I don't think he gets any of it. 
it's very mayonnaise. Joel I think, I think, I think uh, G Loke, you know, the reasoning was, you know, he is, Joel is Jewish. So he thought because he's Jewish, he could get a lawyer out of the deal. Yeah, I was about to say, is that real? Like, you got to hit like a Jewish quota. Yeah, that's true. Probably, probably do. Because we don't have, I mean, I, oh, yeah, that's my other card. I was like, I only have three cards, but I don't have any left. And I only named two. The other one is Jensen. That's it. That was my Jew Jensen. quota. Yeah, I got I had one, I had a one Jew quota and I had to give the card out to Jensen. Jensen, Jensen's pretty fair. That's pretty fair. All right. Um, All Star Weekend. Chuck Vaughn got fired, by the way. Oh, I did not hear that. Yeah, we I mean, broke that news. That's how the Young Jock reference came up. Somebody <laughs> said Young Jock, and I. that's when I did. Yeah, it's going down. That was my jam. That was my jam in college. I just, fucking, yeah. Uh, yeah, Jack Vaughn got fired by the Nets. All-Star Weekend happened. No one could possibly care. <laughs> oh, that my sucked. God. And they ruined They They had the slam dunk. The slam dunk was back for, like, all of two seconds. And then they gave the best dunk. A 46. Yeah. What? It was it was clearly rigged for Jalen Brown to like it's go to the finals. Fine. Yeah. Which honestly, I said it, I respect it. You want these stars to compete and everything. You can't have Jalen Brown go out there and then be like, oh yeah, we're gonna give you a low score. Even though we probably deserved it. Like you want these stars to compete, you gotta show them, man. You kind of get the 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 star boost. Yeah. on these scores and then you know we'll we'll see what happens i don't feel that i don't think any stars are going to do it you know i don't feel like zion's ever going to do it i think lebron john morant, john morant put himself out there yeah but, but lebron's done this before so <laughs> see i think lebron is he made it okay for stars to not do and so people are just like yeah i'm not gonna do it because lebron said yeah i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it and then he didn't do it yeah now I think that like he stars just thought it's okay to not do I, that Shaq dunk. I wasn't a fan of. He had to push off of Shaq's back. Shaq was ducking down. I didn't think that that dunk. The best one was the 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 pass to himself. That how did that not get a fifty? That yeah. was, I was just like, what are we doing? And that killed the crowd. I felt like I was watching Jericho versus Adam Cole at double or nothing again. I thought Jacob Toppin had a good dunk. Yeah. which got a lower score than Jalen Brown's dunks because no one cares about Jacob Toppin. Um, like Mac, Mac McClung won. It was fine. But yeah. like, it's a G League guy. No one, he won it last year. People just don't care about these G League guys that are coming in here to win these things. Did you see the meme of uh, Matt McCollum uh, leaving until we see him again, 2025 <laughs> slam dunk contest? Hey, he's a good dunker. He is. Like, he's a... He's a, he's a good dunk contest dunker, but he's a G League guy. And so it's just we got to get the stars. In Yo, I, I said already, though, I was like three-point contest should have headlined this. Three-point contest, people, I do agree. You know, like Reggie and Kenny were arguing. Kenny was – he was awful. He uh, was awful. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, this is the tradition. It doesn't get everybody up like this. Well, yeah. this, this, this slam dunk did, contest did not get everybody up. They were up for a second, and then they got right the butt down down when they when the when you have stupid judges. I'm like, what are we doing? Forty six. Yeah. That like I'm I'm still like I'm still dumbfounded by that. The 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 three point contest is all is better simply because the stars are actually in that. 
Like there, there were actual stars in there. I want to see Giannis in three point contest. Just get him out there. Hey, Ant Man lied. He he said he was going to shoot all his shot with the left hand, and he didn't. He shot he shot in the All Star game with the right hand. He barely shot in the All Star game. The game itself was that just was so bad. That might players... have been the, that might have been the worst All Star game. They 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 got to go back to the to the to the team picking. It was. It's been much more entertaining the last two years because of the team picking. It's at least been entertaining when they've done like the draft. Some of the games and stuff still were just whatever. Like I did like it. There was the one year where it was like the first to one twenty five or whatever. They they broke it up. They made it a little complicated, but like the players seemed to care that year. Was two, that was two years ago. Last year wasn't that bad, and but this was just they went back to East versus West, and it was like. Let's never do this again. Yeah, it was, you know, wasn't a good game. Wasn't a good game. Look, 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 Twan. Kenny Smith wasn't good. He wasn't Yo, Kenny good. Kenny Smith was not good. He was being misogynistic as well during the Steph and Sabrina stuff. Like, Sabrina was in a no-win situation with Kenny because if – she shot from the WNBA line and she beat Steph. You know Kenny would have been like, oh, well, she shot from the WNBA <laughs> line. But she shot from the NBA line and he's like, well, this is why she shouldn't have shot from the NBA line. She made 26. She would have right. made the second round. She did better than the men's did. She I did know she shot the WNBA 50, ball. 50%. 50% of the men she did better than. I know, I know she shot with the WNBA ball. I don't care. Like... The fact that she went, she went to the NBA lawn, took a took a lot of took a lot of intestinal fortitude to actually go there. That was the highlight of the weekend for me. Okay, all right, yeah, okay, it's fun. Um, but that was the highlight. Like Stefan Sabrina was like, oh, yeah, this is fun. I like this. That should have headline. That yeah. should have been the main event. You do the three point and then into that. You have slam dunk right before or right after the skills competition. Which yeah. that was, that skill competition. It's not fair to have the same team together. I'm sorry, because I'm like I'm like watching the skills competition. I'm like I could have done this. I used to do this in AAU. I was like uh, I called from the beginning. I was like the Pacers are gonna win. They do this all the time in practice. Yeah, I do. I do actually like that they have like the hometown team yeah. represented. Of like, all right, let's see if these all-stars can can come together here because it's it's a skills competition of what they do but it's all individual stuff it's not like they're playing together or anything you're just running the individual relay race now the the passing one that you have to work together the passing one yeah 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 they 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 got the system down and it was what they were saying on commentary is like go for the sixes the sixes is the most points if you just get 15 of those you're gonna win the, the Pacers also had it of uh, they they designated the rotation of rebounding, passing, shooting. Yeah. Where the other teams they couldn't figure out who was supposed to rebound the ball, and they were just all off foot. Like they were taking too much time to even get to the spot they wanted to shoot from, and everything. That belt, by the way, was ugly. That was oh an ugly my belt. god, that belt was hideous. I don't know who made it, but that I had. Was I- ugly. I had to tag Tony Khan, like, yo, hook your, they on your, your, your network. Y'all, y'all got to get a good relationship. Hook them up with a belt maker. Yeah, that was, that was not good. That wasn't a good looking belt. Anything else from All-Star Weekend? I don't know what we're going to talk about on FMC tomorrow. 
We're talking about Love is Blind. I've watched two episodes. Oh, all right. So you watched two episodes? Yes. All right. I know I know our pal Cher Delaware. She's finished the first batch. I finished the first batch. I'll, I'll, try, to, to, I'll try to catch up. I'll try to watch yeah. at least, at watch least that the third episode. Who cares about Raw? watch it well i i like i like playing it while i'm you know working it's 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 nice to listen to and then look up like what the hell is going on i mean that man i can't wait to talk about that matthew guy oh my god oh he he's something yeah he's something i need more of him honestly yes i will say (laughs) he had me he had me at the beginning but he's like i got a list of uh questions what do you pick up pick a number between one to 15 oh that was hilarious and then he got mad when somebody picked like four he's like everybody's picking a lot of of people's picking four can you pick another one (laughs) that dude yeah we'll talk about him tomorrow there you go there's a teaser for everybody to join fmc tomorrow at like 9 30 or so all right sp3 can plug anything check me out at True Hill SP3 on the Twitter machine. If you want some more content to enjoy, join me on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, 1.05 p.m. Eastern time. So less than an hour over with Sanal. We're going to be previewing NJPW, the new beginning in Sapporo this Friday and Saturday. Nick Nemeth and Matt Riddle debuting. Kashiko Okada saying goodbye. So check it out. Sean Ross Sapporo is here right now. Did I oversleep? And is it actually Tuesday right now? Is that why this show is still on? <laughs> we're going, we're cutting off. Yeah, we were leaving. Do you want to play Too Hot to Handle Mobile with us again, Sean? Yes, please yeah. come, Sean. You were I great. You were great. Pitch me a Tuesday morning wrestling show, and I was like, "Well, Jeremy and SP3." And I was like, "Wait a second. They don't talk about wrestling <laughs> on that show. No. What are you talking about here? That's, that's my break from wrestling. I can't even use show. that as an excuse. To talk, <laughs> like, like they don't talk about wrestling." And then they're like, oh, well, no, we were actually going to play dating games. And I said, you're hired. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, we need more people. Like Competition. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Joel? What happened to Joel? Joel, I fired him. I just got tired of him. Thoughts on Caitlin Clark. Okay. Uh, I will become the biggest Indiana Fever fan if she hits the draft. Like, she's going to break Pistol Pete's record almost surely. Yeah. Um, I hope that she wins a national title. That way she'll be like, I got nothing left to prove. Let me go to the WNBA. She still has one year of eligibility. And I have never liked an Indiana team. I will embrace the Indiana fever if she gets drafted there. What do y'all think about the idea that he talked about on commentary of Caitlin Clark if she does get drafted to the WNBA, her and Sabrina versus Dame and Steph next year at the All Star? I, I was like, I, I was like, idea. yes, let's do it. I'm I love that, that idea. Yeah, I was like, but I, that has the main event. No slam dunk. That's the main event. I want a special round that is just logo threes, though. Like that's it. Oh, Steph would win. Steph would win. <laughs> I mean, Steph under Dame. pressure. It took him. He missed the Craig Sager shot. No, They're trying to give right. that man to charity. And Dame. Steph bricked Dame. all of them. Dame would win that. Dame does that regularly in the game. Dame, nope, doesn't have it anymore. He said it himself. And in that interview, Chris, Chris Haynes tried to be like, this is the same spot. You beat the Thunder, and he shot it, and he missed it. He's like, I don't have it anymore. <laughs> he hit it in the game. These guys, these guys can hit it in this meaningless all-star game. When the pressure is on, they can't hit it. Man. The pre- when charity is involved... They can't hit it. They don't care about charity. No. 
John Cena out here just losing when charity comes up. That's all it is. With the Make-A-Wish kids. I just pulled up Caitlin Clark's shot chart. It is abusive. Yeah. <laughs> it is disgusting. Oh, my God. It is un- unreal. Unreal how good she is. Uh, can't wait. Well, goodbye, guys. Bye, Sean. All right. Well, we were wrapping up. <laughs> Another appearance from Sean. All right, everybody. We'll be back on Wednesday here on this channel. We are scheduled to be joined by somebody from TNA Wrestling. I will not say who uh, I can say because I always just fear this stuff falls apart. Uh, I can say they are a current champion. Mm. There you go. There's there's your tease, everybody. A current champion scheduled to join us from TNA Wrestling on Wednesday. We'll also be back on Friday. For more wrestling talk, it's a after a quiet weekend, we get back in the swing of things heading into WrestleMania. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate you all. We'll be back tomorrow on the channel. Myself and SP3 talking not wrestling. We're talking love is blind. We're playing too hot to handle. Come join us. Come hang out. Talk to them. Bye, everybody. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.